sweaty sisters and misters. <laughs> Welcome back to the sesh. We hope you guys are all having a great day. I am Kendall Ray, here to make your day. We have a new thing we're trying out where every mm-hmm. week, Kendall picks a different fun name to call you guys. Well, Great Scots went really well. You said what in the Great Scott is up there. Oh, yeah, you didn't you're call right. them Great Scots. Fuck, I already messed it up. Fertista Freeze. What did you say? Oh, no. It I was, was... going to call them Fertista Freezes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just came to my head. Because you have a Taco Bell. You remember the Fertista Freeze? No. What? That's yeah. not a real thing. Oh, yeah. A Fertista Freeze? Do you remember do the, the watermelon freeze with the watermelon seeds? I do remember that. That shit was fire. It was like sweet tarts or something it was in there. So good. No, the Fruitista Freeze had real fruit on it. Look at that. Wait, was this from was this from Taco Bell? Yeah, dude. When I was in high um, school, it was all about the Fruitista the Freeze. Fu- I don't remember this. I'd be damned. It was I'd an era. Damned. It was incredible. That was in Taco Bell? Yeah, it was in Taco Bell. Wow. It was introduced in the summer of uh, 2008. Two, yeah. Wow. I was in high school. That's crazy. It was like right around the time me and my friends got our license. So we would just go to talk about for the fruities to freeze. Hell like yeah. the thing to do. God, I love their freaking freezes. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the one with the watermelon seeds really slapped hard. Do I see a Mountain Dew sauce up there? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a hot sauce. That yep. is sick. No, remember? it's hot. Yeah, and people said it's actually good. Yeah, is it? Has, it? Yeah. yeah, it has tomatillos, habaneros, peppers, green chilies, and jalapeno peppers. And apparently Ew. it's got also like mm. a little bit of fruitiness to it. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know where it, it looks it, very unnatural. Lots of uh, delicious. Ooh, that looks nasty. That looks like gelatin. That's got some green five in there mm. or something. I'm just sipping on my Baja Blast. Mm. Oh, you're such a summer gal. I love Baja Blast. So As good. it comes to an I end. I said sweaty misters and sisters because it's hot out there, people. <laughs> and Baja we, Blast is we a are real about deal. to melt. Can't say where we're going. No. But we are going somewhere fucking hot. Hot and humid. <laughs> yeah. And I pray for us. Am scared. Yeah, we are actually headed out of town this week to do our documentary. Finally, Woo! fingers crossed. Unless, Nothing goes wrong this time. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Literally knock on all of the wood. We were supposed to go in April, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Or May. And my little Holly girl got sick. Yeah. So we had to reschedule. But yeah, we are working on a documentary and we're hoping that it comes out before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Again, fingers crossed. Fingies crossed. It's going to be really good. We're very excited. Cross so, your fingies, cross your toes. That's right. That's right. Thank mm-hmm. you. Next week, Janelle has pre-recorded an episode because we will be out of town. Correct. So that you will get an episode from us next week. Last week, you did not get an episode from us. Is that correct? Correct. <laughs> yes. You didn't get an episode from any of our shows. It was it a was dark, dark week. week. Yep. We take two dark weeks a year yes, so we can, own. you know, go do some things. Uh, Josh and I just went to Lake Tahoe. And how was that? The water, speaking of Baja Blast. It was basically what the that water color. looked like. Yeah. It was, yeah, pretty spot on. Gorgeous place. My God. Okay. For those of us that don't know where Lake Tahoe is, where would you say it is? Um, I would say that it is what? in between Nevada and California. It kind of overlaps ah, both. So you can stay on okay. the uh, California side. I think the-, the south side is Nevada. Yes. And the north side is California, oh. I believe. So we were on the north side in Cali. Oh, Ooh. you were in Cali. Mm-hmm. Cali. But we flew in and out of Reno. 911? Yes. Yeah, definitely. What's that? Oh, it's, it's a, a great show. Reno 911. Oh. You never heard of it? Uh, perhaps not. But yeah, it's so beautiful, and you can literally drink the water right out of the Did lake. Did you? I took a sip, but was I wasn't about to fill my whole water bottle because it's still. I'm like, there's fish shit yeah. in there, though. Did you? Like, take I a, see the ducks. Did you take a pee? <laughs> did you take a pee in the water? I did, and it was too cold. I tried to lower myself in to do to what? Pee. Oh yeah, 
So I couldn't do that. I'm like, I'm not submerging fully. So I had to like stand off the side and (laughs) oh hell yeah, and wait till no one was passing by. But then a boat was coming and I had to go quick. I was like, come on, come on. Yeah. Well, when it's really cold, you get like stage fright and all your organs like shrink up. Then you can't relax. I can't pee if I lower myself completely in. So it was pretty cold. The water very the at the actual beaches. It was totally. I mean, it wasn't warm, but it was warm enough to get in. Yeah. Yeah, I got fully in, but. Out on the lake? Uh-uh. Hell no. Ooh. Josh jumped in. Yeah. He's crazy, though. It looks very refreshing. hmm And very it was refreshing. funny because I, like, Holly, she <laughs> peed through her swim diaper. I didn't realize the swim diapers are not as absorbent, which makes sense. You know what I don't understand? Or does it? Doesn't swim really diapers at all. Like, yeah. I don't is, think it does much. This like a scam to me. Well, How does it a actually... lot of places don't even allow you to yeah. go in the pools with a swim diaper or any diaper. Like, because just really... potty train or nothing. Like, how does it actually not allow water to get in there? Do you hear the plane? Yeah. Hope they can't hear it on camera. Oh. Well, if you do. I think it's, that sounds like a helicopter. It was a heli. It's coming it for our Joe asses. Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe, 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 he was at the Joe Reno airport Bi- when we were there. Why? I don't know. How do you know that? Because some dude ass? in the uh, elevator the told us, terminal? like, there's Air Force One was pointing to his plane. There's I said Joe jo, jo, jo Biden. Joe jo, 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 jo Biden. I don't know what he was doing. You're really gonna make me vote for Joe Biden. But yeah, I think Anyways. the swim diapers are a scam. I don't see how those would work. Why wouldn't you just put like regular They have like no padding either? So I don't know. I feel like I don't understand it. I think it's a scam. But yeah, she peed in yes, her man. in her swimsuit, went right through the diaper. And so I had to kind of like dunk her in for yeah. a second into the lake. And then she was loving it. She wasn't oh. even affected by the cold and she wanted to go fully in. But I wouldn't let her because I was like, then she's going to be freezing the right. horse, the boat ride. True. Did oh, she God. like the boat? She did. She did. It was so cute. Her life jacket is hilarious. I know. She was not into <laughs> the life like, jacket. I know. I it's know. like. <laughs> but it was just so great to spend a whole week with her. Mm-hmm. Just us. And that's something I don't get to do a lot because we, you know, we have a nanny and I'm super grateful to have a nanny. I'm very lucky. Um, and we have an amazing nanny. Um, but. I do miss like the everyday. It was nice to just have a week straight with her. I feel yeah. like we really bonded and it was just nice to go away and not have any distractions. And yeah, it was oh, awesome. looks like such a pretty place too. It's very pretty. I would love to. Reminded me a lot of Colorado though. Like the mountain, definitely mountain I could see that, vibes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. What mm-hmm. else did you do besides the boat? Um, we went on a hike. Whoa. It was hot as fuck. I was dripping sweat, man. Mm-mm-mm. Um, and we, Josh jet skied twice. Jet ski. Love jet, jet skis. Scoved. What? I don't know. Jet ski. Ignore me. Um, he went on a jet ski. It's jet hard to get back on Monday. He jet scoved. Josh jet scoved twice. <laughs> Excellent. He wanted me to go too, but I was too much of a baby to go by myself. Oh, jet skis are so fun. I know, but I was like, what if something happens to me out there? Because I've fallen off one before. So you I started get getting tweaky on. and I was like, mm. Scared. Get yourself a laugh, Jack. Well, I'd go with Josh normally, but you know, one of us has to be with the baby. True. So she can't go on the jet ski. No, can't just <laughs> leave her. Go on just, the jet can't ski. just leave her there. And pull up your camera. Oh my on god! Could you no. imagine you're just like, <laughs> yeah, she's, yep, just she's fine. I wonder if they'd even let you put a I'm baby sure, on no. there. Yeah, there's by no her, way by themselves. No, <laughs> I mean that's you're just yes. a lot. You're limited when you are on vacation with totally. the baby. Like yeah. we couldn't go kayaking. I really wanted to go um, on these little boats down the river, but I didn't even think to ask. So I was like, they're probably not going to want. I don't know. Just started making me nervous. So it was a lot of just chill time. We just we took her to a lot of parks. 
we did a lot of swings and a lot of slides. There you go. Yeah. But it was just, it was just nice to have family time and no schedule. Like we just wake up and figure out what we were doing and it was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. That's always really nice to just be able to chill. And Janelle had a birthday. Yeah. How was it? It did. You know, Charlie just made a gross sound. It was fine. 29. How's it feeling? Feeling fine. Feeling fine at 29. It Mm -hmm. feels sad. No, I'm just kidding. no, 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 no. We're having positivity. Yes. Sorry. In my old in the old sesh episode when I was complaining, everyone left comments like, "You're lucky to turn thirty, and your thirties are the greatest year." It and is blah, true. Blah. So aging is posit- beautiful. It is. So I'm feeling great. I had a great <laughs> birthday. No, I had a really good birthday. It was fine. Um, John took me to a sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, I went out to dinner with some friends. Nice. Um, what else? What else? We bought a coffee table that I think I hate now, so I'm re- going to return oh, it. Oh, you did end up buying... There was a debacle over that. Is it the oh, one I that didn't you even, Not even that one. I went... This is like... That was like four coffee tables ago. Then I bought this one. I saw oh. at World Market. Brought it home. We don't think we like it. So now we're on to the next. So we're going to return okay. that one. Okay. Hey. Oh, fucking hard. You know what you want. Kind of. Apparently not, though. Or you don't. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I have no idea what's going on. Because you're not going to settle for what you don't That's- want. Damn right. You don't settle in life. It was so funny. Janelle put up a poll about her <laughs> coffee table and the <gasps> options for it were, yes, I like good. it or you, you have, have bad, bad taste. taste. And I did you have bad taste because I didn't like it. And then she got mad at me. I don't get mad at you. but it She was, was really like, funny. you didn't know that I can see the results. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I can. I purposely did it. <laughs> Our coworker Emily did it too, and I sent it to her. I was like, "What do I do?" And she was like, "Ha ha ha!" <laughs> she said, "You have bad taste too." Yeah. Well, you should have given more options. What else I are know. we supposed to do? My bad. And then people, because then I went back and like made another story. People DM me after, like, "It's not our fault that you literally gave two options." Yeah. Like, when you say it like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I didn't even buy either of those, so it doesn't matter. I'm on to the next. Right. Right. Still don't know what's going on. Who cares? Whatever. It's a coffee table. But yeah, other than that. But you had pool. a nice birthday. Had a nice birthday. You know, just thriving now. 29, alive, thrive. Well, we're going to celebrate on our little trip. Are we? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Throw mm-hmm. down on our trip. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know when we'll be doing <laughs> we that. We have but serious okay. things to do. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be throwing down. But I'm Can't sad to miss your birthday. It's fine. That happens a lot because we keep putting that schedule yeah where it's like a dark, dark week, week. yeah mm-hmm. which is whatever next year i'm gonna do it differently i don't want to miss your birthday well next year i'll be at a wedding on my birthday so oh well i will miss your birthday then <laughs> i'll miss my birthday too but that's all right so today we have a guest who is on her way to the office to film with us today and her name is jen gerard now, some of you, if you've been in the beauty community, may know about her brand, Gerard Cosmetics. And this is the OG makeup brand. I used to review their products all the time. Actually, we should pull up some of my old reviews. Yes! When she gets here, maybe we'll do it. Okay, yeah. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they she... They were really good. I mean, they still are. But I remember back then, it was like nothing was like Gerard Cosmetics. Those lip glosses, they'd be shining. The, they'd be uh, thick. setting sprays. Oh yeah! Slay all day. Oh my god! I remember the setting sprays. Look at that. I just Tuesday. I just watched this video the other day. Oh god! Oh, maybe we should just watch them now. Hey guys, welcome back to Talk Tuesday. Going up? Can you not? (laughs) (laughs) Can we just? I wasn't ready. (laughs) Holy hell! Oh my god! Well, howdy. There's the, uh, see, I have been using that foundation forever. That CoverGirl 3-in-1. They discontinued that bitch. 
Ah! Remember my little makeup things? Oh my god, this is such a no. throwback. Oh, 2015. Hey, I still haven't figured out the best way oh, to sorry. film old this. Old YouTube cutting because my old it's it's too long to explain on camera. Hey, let's get let's Basically, get to the, old, <laughs> to the juicy part. A, um, this is horrific. See, I made a whole swatch video. Oh my god! Remember the bomb? Yes. But let's talk. So this weekend. And I weirded her out, like, big time, I think, because I thought she was just asking us for directions or something. And, like, I, like I said, I've never met a subscriber before. So it just, like, really wow. threw me off. Your my voice name. sounds like, so, so different. My nail for my lid, so I'm going to up. use the E220. These brushes are very... <laughs> Naming the brushes. The E220. High school stories. I know a lot of you guys really want to hear about, like... I'm trying uh, to find... I'm trying to find... I think I had a full video of doing all the swatches. We'll find it later. That's enough of... No, enough of that. no, 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 no. I want more. I, well, let me look at my creator studio because it might be I um, unlisted a lot of my old beauty stuff. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I just wanted the focus to be what I'm doing now. But I'll look. You didn't want the cringe on there? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I like the cringe. The cringe is fun. Oh, no, there's still there's plenty of cringe. Ooh, uh, look at all those. I'm just Boyfriend thinking I makeup. may have. I don't know why I would have made that one unlisted, but I know I did like full swatch videos. I'll look. I'll look. Oh my god! Remember oh my god. that Moroccan oil shit? Wait, oh, this yeah. one. The what? Okay, I remember <gasps> watching this once on my iPhone? iPhone, dude. That was such a thing. Okay, let's watch a second of that because that's probably so. This like was my big video. Hi guys. So <laughs> kind of weird for me because oh, look, I, I was wearing my promise ring. Really into apps. And Hell I yeah! IPhone. I just got the iPhone Wait, scroll 5. forward to the. Go, apps. I'm really into my Look at the Twitter icon. The Instagram with the leopard. I guess I'll just start. This took me so much time. My first app is my fitness pal to like and it'll oh. show you like what you've eaten covers, um, <laughs> like anyone um, doesn't know what this is. Place. <laughs> and then beautylish beautylish is a really fun beautylish ooh, okay so we have some butt right there um, <laughs> not expecting that that normally is not there but um well, they basically have like tons of yeah, pictures what a good video. and you can review how many video- videos do you get 365,000 look at twitter i know it is um dude that was twitter because they didn't just have one <laughs> so i have like, with a picture of me from Twitter high school game, but, you know whatever god what a throw then back. i have snapchat and um kendall's pics Whoa, look at instagram yeah, dude. i kind of have a little theme it's like kendall's this kendall's that kendall's place kendall's 700 pics, followers kendall's videos, whatever just i'm just kind of crazy like that so instagram oh my <laughs> god okay, okay i've seen enough i've seen enough <laughs> Look at oh, look yeah. at the Instagram with the filters and everything. I know. Between, and it's funny. You can go down. We see we got Promise Fawn. She's gorgeous. And you know, I like how you're like showing people fun. how to work the app. Yeah, Google like as oh, my look, browser, which is gorgeous. Dude, everything looks because, so different. Okay, so I have a clutter ring, which if you guys don't know, you guys like you flip oh, it up and down. So I thought that because I was in a relationship, I should wear it upside yeah, down, like my like, heart's closed. I'm but apparently, it. I've been wearing my clutter ring wrong for like a couple months now. <laughs> so I had to Google it and ask. Wait a second. Okay, all right, all right. Turns out I was. Mm. Great. Excellent. <laughs> that um, is awesome. Yeah, that's all exists on the internet for people to look at. Maybe oh, wait, one day we there's should... A, there's a contact for Janelle. What? Look. Oh, I think I called Janelle in this video. You did? <laughs> oh, you're yeah, a little remember? cow. I was like, hi, I'm filming an iPhone video. And you were like, it's up. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Keek. Remember Kick or Keek? Keek, yeah. Keek. That was like Snapchat before Snapchat. Those little videos. <sighs> Keeking it up.
But anyway, the point of all this is today, Jen Gerard is coming to the studio. Um, earlier this year, if you didn't catch it, we had Marlena Stell come and talk to us all about her experience um, with her brand and her very bad experience with Jaclyn Hill mm-hmm. and how she was just absolutely trampled. Oh my God, look at Lily. Look What's at in Lily. my bag. Oh my God. It's Lily. Lily's in your bag. That's she was so tiny. Oh my god, I'm I love her so much. Sorry anyway, to distract you. She's always been in the video. She's been on there for like so 10 years. Cute. Crazy. So she's gonna be telling us her story. Marlena texted me and said, you know, you guys did such a good job helping me share my story. It was really nice to have your platform and you know, it was so well received. All of you guys were so kind to her, hearing everything that she's been through. Um, and we talked a lot about other women who Jacqueline has hurt along her road to success. Um, there are quite a few women. Um, obviously, Marlena. We talked about uh, Lana Jewelry, mm-hmm. um, Cozy, mm-hmm. Kaylin's brand. Mm-hmm. So there are more. So we actually have two people. One of them, her name is Gabby. She was supposed to come in today. She was actually going to fly here. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, her cat got sick, so she was not able to. But she is going to call in. Call in yeah. This is going to be... And like, give us some grace here yeah. because we have no, we've never done Skype interviews or calling. We have no setup for this. And we're not, it's not Skype. It's yeah. just a phone call. Yeah. That's the best we were able to do. Kind of like how we had on short notice. Dawn. Yeah. We'd rather have her story out there. You know, she wants to tell her story yeah. and we don't want to, you know, just because of technical issues, not do that. So mm-hmm. she is going to be calling in towards the end of the show and talking to us as well. But Jen's going to come today and She's going to explain her story to us, which, you know, we haven't heard a lot of. And yeah. it's going to be quite interesting. Um, you know, Jacqueline really has hurt a lot of women, um, stepped on a lot of women yeah. along the way. And when Marlena was like, you guys should have her on, talk to her. We were mm-hmm. like, all right, we're yeah. down. Yeah. You know, if we can, like, give someone a platform to talk about their experience, then, mm-hmm. yeah, we're happy to do we it. Do so. That. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what she has to say. Yeah, so she's on her way now. And when she gets here, we'll pick back up with Jen Gerard. I always struggle to stay hydrated. It's one of my flaws. I'm not great at drinking tons and tons of water. And a lot of the times in the mid-afternoons, I find myself feeling very dehydrated and I get a headache and it's not good. But with liquid IV... I don't have to worry about that because Liquid IV is the number one hydration brand in America and it's now available in sugar-free. They've been working on this for years now and their hydration multiplier, Sugar-Free, uses a proprietary zero-sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. And with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone, which is what I love because again, I'm not that good at drinking water. And now Liquid IV comes in exciting new flavors, including white peach, green grape, and lemon lime. Personally, white peach is my favorite. It tastes so delicious. Also, I love how convenient their packaging is. They come in little packs. You can throw them in your pocket, in your car, in your purse, in your backpack, wherever you're going. Pull one out, put it in some water, shake it up, and boom, you're good to go. You've got really good hydration and it tastes delicious. Liquid IV uses an amino acid allulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar. Of course, they're non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. 
And they partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. Today, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world, which is so awesome. I'm telling you guys, if you've not tried Liquid IV, it is genuinely worth the hype. It's so, so good. It makes me feel really good. And like I said, if you're not the best at drinking water like I am, then you should definitely try Liquid IV because it helps keep your hydration up throughout the day, especially in the afternoons. Like I said, a lot of times I get headaches from being dehydrated. It helps with my energy overall. I just cannot recommend it enough. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code SESH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code SESH at liquidiv.com. All right, guys, we're back with Jen Gerard. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, I'm totally fangirling, honestly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stop. Yeah. No, it's it's so exciting because we were just showing clips of when I used to review Gerard Cosmetics back in the day. I actually found one. I'd love to bring it up and show you real oh quick. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, Curly, do you have the clip? This, this is, is such a throwback. Yes, it's so awesome. So this was, what year was this, Curly? This was... 2000, nine years ago. So it was 2014. Yep. Wow. Wow. Hi guys. You guys used to I hook it up. I just filmed my um, summer perfume choices video. If like you all, guys wait, what? Oh, this is all your perfume. This one will be posted, but I will put a link to Remember that? Like acrylic organizer. Yes. My so wiping well. lightning lip gloss collection. And ignore these. Wait, look at they had their own the ones little first holder. Are gonna be showing I'm you guys honored. the colors that I have and talking about them. And I even have a discount code for you guys. And I have a giveaway. All the details for the giveaway. <laughs> and which, um, these I'm are so iconic sloshy. because they these have boxes are legit amazing. Um, they are I'm probably tied gonna up say there one. with my NYX butter glosses. They are my favorite lip glosses ever. I think they're better than Mac lip glosses. They're better than anything they else out there. I've tried. They're so pigmented. You don't even need to wear a lip gloss with them. I'm wearing solely just a um, whitening lightning lip gloss right now in the color. Um, pink tiara so i guess we can start out with that one i'll just reapply it so that it is and see what's so cool guys is they have a light and a mirror that is pink i'm bringing that color back by um, the way oh are you that one was my favorite one it's such a barbie color that well the nude was my real favorite which you just brought me another one and i'm wearing it right now a mirror and they also see there's nude these specific colors my favorite i think that's nude or maybe it's a little more along, pink. This one is coral oh, craze. I this wore this like last the thing back to dinner. Full, if you watch my vlog, yep, right? channel, this is what I'm wearing in it on my new vlog channel, which is called Ken Daily. If you <laughs> anyway, yeah, but... I tried them all on. And oh, can we go to the red? What is the, is it candy apple? Candy apple. Yes, I, I knew it. That one's coming back too. <laughs> oh, that one was so good. Pink. This is Rose Hill. Stephanie oh, Rosie. There we go. Very highly Rose pigmented. We'll be talking about that today. There's candy apple. Look at that. It's hard to believe that this is even a lip gloss. It That's looks so like pretty. a lipstick with some gloss over it. This one is Summer Sun, and it's kind of so, an yeah. orangey. Fun times. That's crazy. I know. It was, it was so funny to look back at my old old videos of my makeup days. But yes, we are so excited to have you here today. Thank you for taking the drive. <laughs> Yes. 11 hours all the way from Dallas here. yes I've got a beast under here so if I'm <laughs> <laughs> looking like she's moving she's like, <laughs> about 100 pounds under here fighting me her dog Yogi is so cute such a good boy he yes, just wants to be on the show too he does um well yeah thank you for coming on we're very excited I feel like you've had the craziest last year mm -hmm. with your personal life yeah and we just wanted to like take a second to like yeah. just chat about that because I feel like you have 
actually really like an important story and mm -hmm. you know an important reminder to people in general of like oh, yeah. you know things like you never would think you'd be in a house fire and then you know it happened and thank god you guys are yeah. okay really really scary yeah. <sighs> can you just talk to us a little bit about like yeah just so yeah. for people who aren't aware of what happened yeah so i moved to texas in 2021 and uh at last august i had uh my friend staying with me and I didn't know, you know, like I've, I was a landlord in California for 20 years. And the very first thing they do is check the smoke detectors. Yeah. Like they won't even take pictures of the house and put it on the MLS until they, you know, check the smoke detectors. So it never dawned on me to like get on a ladder and climb up and check every single smoke detector. I never did. Um, but Yoga and I were sleeping. We had just gotten over COVID. I, oh, I oh te tested negative on Saturday and the fire was Monday morning. <laughs> it's oh, like 3.45 in the morning. Um, Dustin wakes me up. So you live with, for people who don't know, Dustin Daly and Nick yeah. Schneider. Correct. So Nick's mom passed in 2021 and he was really having a hard time. After they sold her house, they had come for Thanksgiving. I cooked them Thanksgiving dinner and they liked Texas. And I was like, if, if you guys are going to move here, just come stay here until you buy a place or, Figure you know, out. whatever. Yeah. So they were just staying with me. And, uh, the day that they came to stay with me, I had a keypad lock on my bedroom door. And I told him the code and Dustin's like, well, that's the year after I graduated high school. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, fast forward to 345 in the morning, you know, some months later Ugh. and he managed to get my door open. I couldn't even get that door open when, when there wasn't a fire. In okay. <laughs> so he, he told you there was a fire in the middle so of the I'm, night. I'm sleeping. And I hear, Jen, 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 the house is on fire. You have to wake up. And oh. I mean, you think you're dreaming. Right. So, um. So uh, I went to jump out of bed, and there is a funny story with us. I'll tell you that, man. But I jumped out of bed. I'm like, did you call 911? He said, no. And all my life, like when I was about 12, the house across the street burned down, and their people's dog passed away. In the oh, fire. my and gosh. And it's just always been my biggest fear. Yeah. So I've always kept a leash next to my bed. So Smart. I grabbed my emergency leash. I put it on Yogi. You know how animals are. Like, they sense when you're oh, yeah. talking about something that's emotional. So, of course, he's going to, like, react yeah. to that. Mm. Uh, this is my emotional support animal, too. Oh, so, uh, so, I mean, we got out. And, unfortunately, um, Nick's cats didn't make it. Oh, so and they were, like, the last thing of his mother's that, that oh, he my had. God. And it was just, like, I had to be the one to tell him. It was just, like, oh, it was that's so much. Horrific. It was so Poor much. Guy. And, I, I mean, I didn't care about my stuff. I didn't, like, you just, yeah. you're just standing there, like, just... Like, oh my just God. Believe, you know, but the thing was, if we had had cat carriers where the cats were, I, I think they would have made it. So I feel very oh guilty God. about that. You know, like if so, I'm just like encourage people if you have animals, make sure you have emergency leashes, have cat carriers handy, right? You know, where so the smart. where the animals are yeah. if you're you know if you're able to. Um, the upstairs of the house pretty much melted. The downstairs wow. of the house was water and soot damage, so we didn't get any furniture out. Um, some my exercise equipment survived. Some of it worked. Some of it didn't. Um, my uh, the kitchen was mostly water damaged, so we were able to save like the plates and the yeah. um, pots and pans and things. But there is a process to getting that soot off. Oh, that I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, like I mean, all of my memories, you know. Oh, that uh, is terrible. It's just it's hard. Um, How did the fire start? We think it was rodents in the solar panels, like eating the wires. Oh my god! Um, oh wow! Either that or one of the AC units. It's not. 
there it was a large home and the fire kept reigniting. So with the investigation, like it's hard to it's hard to know for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we didn't have working smoke detectors. And if we had had those, mm-hmm. um, you know, that would have alerted us long before. And it just so happened that Nick was sitting outside watching the Big Brother live feeds. We, so I'm like, uh, we love Big Brother. Love Big Brother. Right? Yeah, we're Do you totally, watch Big Brother? Oh, yeah, religiously. Oh so, I've been watching it since like season seven, maybe. Oh, wow. Oh. So, um, and I've gone back and watched the you mm-hmm. know, seasons from before. But uh, Nick was sitting out there watching the live feeds and Dustin was sitting inside editing a video. We think Dustin already had smoke inhalation because he was feeling tired and all of oh, that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And Nick opened the door and He's like, don't you smell that? And he had just gotten used to it inside. Huh? Yeah. Gosh, that's wow. So scary. But like, I could actually say Big Brother saved my life. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Good thing they were awake at 345. Wow. None of us would be here. Yeah. And wow. I could tell you. Oh like, my God. That is terrifying. A chimney fell in front of my bedroom. <gasps> and. Uh, After if, you had gotten out. Yes. But if Dustin hadn't come and gotten us. We wouldn't have made it. And there's like no way, there is not a chance the world I'd have jumped out a window without him. Yeah. So, you know, but so I feel like in some ways it's kind of feel like, wow, I really shouldn't be here, but I am. So I must be here for a reason. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. You start to feel that way. And, uh, you know, like I said, you just, you learn to just kind of take things in stride. It was, it was a very hard time. You know, I I would say the two worst things were like the first couple of days, um, because I'm very into comfort, you know, like I like my, Mm -hmm. I like things the way I like them. Sure. Like soft sign. t-shirts and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I was covered in soot and water and smelling, I'm sure, like several onion patches. And oh we had to go to Walmart like that because I didn't even have Anything. toothpaste or um, shampoo, a nail file. Wow, it's hard to even imagine shoes, what that would be like. A pair of pajamas. Nothing. Ugh, so sad. So the first couple of days were really hard. Because it's like, yeah. okay, well, I need a toenail clipper and you don't have one. I need mm-hmm. I don't have one. I, you know, I need a pair of scissors. You don't have one. And you don't even think about it. Like, I feel like that, you know, doesn't cross your mind on an mm-hmm. everyday basis. Certainly, like, what would happen if I literally lost everything? You have to rebuild mm-hmm. everything. Yes. And maybe the third or fourth day, um, Dustin was like, Jen, where are all your chargers? Because I'm like, I got to have a phone charger everywhere I go. <laughs> and I'm, I looked at him, I'm like, did you really just ask me? <laughs> like, they're not here. <laughs> and, yeah. then we, and then we got a good laugh. So, um, and then the second worst part was we lived in Airbnbs for about uh, two and a half, three months. Oh, wow. And yeah. we had to move like sometimes after three or four days or after a week because they'd have another booking. Right. And it was during the football season. So the Dallas Cowboys are having home games and all the Airbnbs oh, are booking up. Yeah. It was very hard because you check out of one place at 10 a.m. and you're starting to accumulate things again. Yeah. Oh, and then you, you have to wait till three or... Yeah, you can't check in the next place till four. So you literally oh got gosh. everything you own plus... Your animals oh my God. In your car with you, you know, for six hours, and you're like, okay, now what? And so it was, it, that was super challenging. We really Wild needed experience. a place that was, that felt like it was ours, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And so we moved into the place, and the second night we were there, we had a flood that the next day <gasps> oh, turned into a serious flood. Really? When, when was this? Wait, when was the fire? The fire was August 15th. Oh, so you just hit the one year. Wow. Tuesday, yeah. Oh my God. Oh. That is insane. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I like, I kind of put it away. And then as the anniversary started to approach, I started to yeah. feel it again, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like I said, we're here, you know, we're here. It's not, you know, nobody, nobody wants it that way, but. So a few months later, you moved into the place you currently are now. Right. And then it flooded. And then turned into sewage flood. 
So I literally had poop like bubbling up through my mouth. Oh my God. But we still wouldn't leave. Wow. I went down to the quick trip to do my tinker winkers because I was like, hey, this is my home. This is where I live. I'm not going anywhere. Wow. And yeah, they fit. I mean, it was fixed very fast. God, you're really strong. (laughs) It was was hard. But like, and the worst part was like yogi. Yeah. Because anytime we've done, me and him have done tons of road trips and stuff together. And we're like, when we travel, whenever we go to a hotel or wherever we stay, I always say, Yogi, you live here. Yeah. So he knows to chill. chill. Yeah. yeah. But when I would take him into these Airbnbs, I'd be like, Yogi, you live here. And he'd look at me like, no, I don't, Grand Grand. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> God, that's so stressful. So, yeah, it was kind of, it was crazy. And, you know, it's like one thing after another. But at some point, you, yeah. You know, so you got to keep your sense of humor about stuff. It's yeah. what it is. Well, I'm sure that's really bonded the three of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why we ended up getting a place together. It was like, okay, so now we like officially live together. Mm. Um, you know, and both of them have lost their moms yeah. recently. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think I kind of feel that for them. That's and, really sweet. You know, I mean, I'm that friend that'll smack you upside your head when you need it and tell mm-hmm. you, hey, knock that off. You're a good friend. Um, <laughs> and they need that because they're sassy. But I, I, I love them. The most <laughs> so. It's interesting how life puts you in places with the people that you're supposed mm-hmm. to be with mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah, for and me. sometimes you go through things that you may not understand at the moment why you're going through it, but there's some greater purpose. At least I believe that, you know, Yeah, definitely made you guys closer and you a lot stronger person. And it's really impressive the way that you guys have, you know, pulled yeah. it together. I mean, a year later to be sitting here and, you know, still focusing on your brand. Yeah, and it's amazing. I was watching your video talking about this mm-hmm. and it was just so impressive to me how much positivity you still hang on to and, you know, how hey, much you've gotcha. learned from yeah, it. Yeah, so much. And, and, you know, so now I have something to share, you know, to yeah. to remind people to check their smoke detectors. And when people message me and say, hey, I checked my smoke detectors, they're, yeah. they're sending Be me videos and they're like lighting lighters up next to their smoke. I, I know. No, it definitely made me think about everything. Because yeah. I have 10 yeah. pets. So I'm like, I really got to have better plans in place. I had never thought about the cat carriers. So we moved our cat carriers to their room, I think. And I'm going to have dog leashes next to my yeah, bed. Yeah, so am I. I'm going to get some. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. No. You know, you, you just know. never would think it'd be you, you and know? And cats, especially when they get scared. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're, I mean, they go yeah. crazy. And animals, because I was saying like, oh, my dogs, they're not really runners. So I feel like they'd probably be okay. But then in my mind, like you were saying in your video, when they're under a stressful situation, like their instincts kick and they just need to flee. Yeah. And like the last thing you want is the middle of the night and you can't find your pets because they ran off because you weren't prepared. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. He went so. down the stairs with me like it was any other day. He's but, like, okay. but I was ready for it just in case. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, so like I said, emergency leash, big. So smart. Yeah, big. that's that's crucial. I'm going to yeah. definitely have that set up. You guys have heard me talk about skims. So many times on this show, I genuinely love their products. They're so buttery soft. They wear really well. And one of the best things about Skims is that they wash really well. Because I cannot tell you how many times I have bought some type of bra or loungewear or t-shirt, put it in the wash, and then after one or two washes, it does not fit the same. It does not feel the same. It pills up. I can't stand that. But Skims genuinely washes so well. It feels brand new out of the wash every single time. Skims is creating the next generation of loungewear for every body. Specifically, I love their cotton t-shirt. It's really, really versatile. You can dress it up if you're like going out for a night on the town, or of course you can just wear it when you're lounging around the house. You can really wear it with anything and that's why I love it so much. And also the fact that it's extremely comfortable and very, very flattering. 
The cotton collection is Skim's most tagged collection and it's made of classic cotton fabric for comfortable everyday wear. It's ultra soft and it has natural fibers and the cotton collection features elevated lounge pieces designed for comfort indoors and outside. And whoever said loungewear was only for the house hasn't tried Skim's. That's what I'm saying, people. You can wear it inside the house or outside the house. And they're available in sizes XX small to 4X. So believe the hype, Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The cotton collection and more are available now at skims.com. Plus, you can get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Let's go ahead and start talking about your whole experience. So it'd probably be best to go over things in a timeline so mm-hmm. we kind of have a better understanding yeah. for those of you who aren't familiar, you know, with your story or your brand. Maybe we can just start from the beginning. And I've worked very hard to disassociate myself from, you know, the whole like uh, Jacqueline situation and, mm. you know, and so yeah, I think a lot of people who were around don't even. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I had no idea. No. I mean, a lot of people, how would you know? Yeah. And I don't really talk about it either. I, you know, even like my friends, my friend that came here with me, she, there was so much like she didn't even. Well, thanks for sharing yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, obviously share whatever you feel comfortable with. We're just here to listen. And yeah. mm-hmm. I just feel like it's, it's important because like, you know, once might be like an accident, right? You know, twice, you know, huh. but when it starts to become a pattern mm-hmm. and now I, I, it's come to the point where I feel like if I don't say something, I don't do something and it continues to happen, then it's on me. Sure. Yeah. Because I could have. And so, you know, like there's, I, I'm okay to take, I'm okay to take the risk mm-hmm. if it'll, if it'll keep somebody else from going through something like I went through. Yeah. And I think like the, for me, the Kaylin situation, you know, yeah. somebody who's a brand new mom and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. already has all those emotions and, um, you know, body mm-hmm. changes and lack of sleep and all that stuff going yeah. on. And, and somebody who's so grace, so graceful. Seriously, everything that's happened, um, you know, that really, that really is it. And then, you know, the fire and breaking my foot and all that stuff. It's like, you know what, if I had died, Mm -hmm. the truth would be gone. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Because there's so few people that even know it. Did Marlena coming forward inspire you to come forward as well? So much. Yeah. I wish I would have known what had happened to her, you know, years before, Mm. because I, I, I think you know, like we could have been a support system for each other. Oh, totally. Um, at that at that time, I've always loved Marlena and respected Marlena, and you know, we were definitely friendly, but we weren't, um, you know, great friends or anything like that. I'd say in the, you know, last couple of years, we've become a lot better friends, and yeah, and I think you'll you'll like you'll see us working together a little here on this and a little here on that. Oh, cool. Because um, we you know we live not that far. Yeah, from I was going to say. So when did you open Gerard Cosmetics? So I have Whitney Lightning. I started that in 2010 right. as a mobile teeth whitening service. So I would come to your home or your office and I would whiten your teeth for you. Mm. And um, the first year I made like my own line of products. I thought, well, you know what? Like I could actually sell these online. Sure. Because I would go to like, I had whitening pens. They weren't even in boxes or anything. And I would make my own labels on my printer, you know, and I would take a baggie full of whitening pens, to like the Chamber of Commerce. And I, <laughs> and every, I know I whitened everybody's teeth at the Chamber of Commerce. And they, <laughs> I love that. But then people would be like, hey, do you got one of those pens on you? And I hadn't even done a treatment on them. Mm. And I realized that, oh, you know what? Like people could actually use these right. yeah. um, <clears throat> without the treatment. So I would leave home with a bag of 
a bag of whitening pens. I come home with a bag of cash. I was like, oh, you know what? I could sell these online. Yeah. And so I remember I reached out to Hotlook. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about Hotlook. Yep. And, um, you know, they gave us a number that they thought would be really good. They said they wanted to do a deal of the day. And they, they gave oh, yep. us a number they thought would be really good. And we blew that number away. And so they said, uh, oh, we want to do it again. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God, I got a website, you know? So, yeah. Um, so it was just kind of like that. Like, it just kind of came together. And then, we, you know, we were working with YouTubers. You know, by 2011, we were pretty much yeah. all online um, working with YouTubers. And, uh, you know, that was so fun. Like, because I see somebody that's trying to start a business, yeah. you know, and I think we started working with Carly Bible when she had oh yeah, 375 followers, I think was <laughs> wow. um, what our, what our so paperwork cool. says. And, you know, she's such a wonderful person and, and just so savvy and all mm. of that. And it was like, really enjoyed that and felt like, wow, you know, like I'm supporting other women mm-hmm. in business mm-hmm. and, and they're supporting me and this is so cool, you know? So, um, but the first year we did start making makeup, we made the glosses and the brow bar to go. And they were such a big hit that um, it was actually a YouTuber, Sophia Chang. She used to be fashionista. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I loved her. Yes. She's the best. She's She's so fun. She seems very cool. Um, Very down to earth. She suggested to me, she's like, you know what, Jen? Like, I don't think people are going to take your makeup seriously. She's like, it's really good, but I don't think anybody's going to take it seriously because it's from a whitening company. You should put it under its own brand. That was smart. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. We looked up Gerard Cosmetics. It was available. I bought the domain. Right then there. And we launched a year later. That's so 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I noticed in my video, I was calling them whitening lightning. So is that before that even had happened? Probably that. The, well, I would say that the glosses probably still said whitening lightning on them until because we launched in March of 2014. But I think we didn't get the full changeover done until about October okay. Of, okay. of that year. So most of the first year, you know, we started with the silver, then we went to the gold. Yeah. Um, and then we came out with the gold lipstick. So everything, yes. you know, our colors kind of yep. became gold. Yep, I remember the bullets and uh, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After oh, that. yeah. And, and I actually met Jacqueline in early 2014. Shortly after you launched Gerard Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you, because she was on YouTube. She didn't yes. have like a huge following. Right. So how did you guys meet or um, connect? Yeah, a girl, a girl who worked for me, she was my social media manager for a long time. And um, she had actually found Jacqueline on YouTube when Jacqueline had like 2,000 subscribers and she was the first person ever to reach out to Jacqueline. Okay. So they had developed a friendship. You know, she's like, oh, well, you, you know, we need to, we need to work with her. Like, I really like her. She put me on the phone with her and, you know, we developed a, a friendship. And I think the first time I actually met her was in uh, 2014 at IMATS in New York. Then you decided that you guys wanted to actually collab together. Well, yeah, at IMATS, or maybe we had, I think we invited a bunch of the girls to our hotel that night to, uh, you know, just hang out with us. Yeah. And Jacqueline was sitting next to me and she's like, you know, you guys really need a rose colored gloss in your, in your lineup. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Would you like to work on it with us? And she's like, yeah. I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just very organic. It just kind of happened. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't, you know, meant to be like, I think collabs are so different now. Like they're so oh, planned yeah. out and it's everything so, tra- so strategic. Right. But, um, but that's what I loved is that it was just pretty, it was just organic and something that just kind of happened. So I had my lab create samples and sent them to her. She chose the one that she wanted. And we launched that. Uh, John Hill came up with the name. <laughs> and we. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. John, then, uh, who has since passed away. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very, very, very sad. sad. He, was, he was honestly like, he was so sweet. Aww. Very kind. It's so sad. Very gentle. Um, I really loved him. He was just really great. So. So then you, so you launched 
Rose Hill, mm-hmm. and then you launched Buttercream. Right. Was that, and Jacqueline was a part of that as well? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you had two products with her, mm-hmm. and overall, things were going well. I mean, you guys were selling, and or was it kind of sketchy from the start? It was, well, I mean, we were a very small company. Yeah. And, I mean, Jacqueline really, oh, she can sell water to the ocean. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, she... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm sure, sure that a lot of your viewers have, like, at one point or another, um, you know, purchased something that sure. she that she recommended. Oh, or I whatever. have. But you know, mm-hmm. there's. Oh, I used to buy everything. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the when the eyes roll back in the head and oh, you yeah, know, and totally. all of that. Like, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, give me, give me my iPad. Let me, let me order that right now. I used to be really into her favorites videos, and I would just buy like everything she said. Yeah. So well. I think in the beginning, like, it was an avalanche of orders that we weren't prepared for. So okay. there was like definite issues with that. Um, because we just couldn't, like, didn't have the capacity. But very quickly, we were able to, you know, get our feet underneath sure. us. Sure. You know, because at the end of the day, like, I want to take care of the customer first and ask questions later. And mm-hmm. if we can't ship your order, like, we're going to do everything we can to ship an order the next day. Because I know when I get something in the mail, it makes me happy. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I want to make people happy. So it's like, I actually like, go out of my way to try to make sure that we can that we can ship next day. It doesn't always happen. And we had orders that were sitting for, you know, 10 days, maybe even longer. I don't know. It's been so long. Um, so that was, frust- you know, it was frustrating. Right. But um, before we got to the second caller, I feel like we definitely um, yeah, I that know, a bit. made that better. And I think it was when 1995 came out that like stuff really went. Because she was day. also involved in that. Yeah. Um, actually, the same social media manager had had come up with the idea, you know, Jen, like everybody's talking about Kylie Jenner wanting to know what's on her lip. You know, we should really think about making a making a shade like that. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to Jacqueline and see if she'd want to be a part of that. It's okay. kind of like a burnt rose type yeah. color or Yeah. So we so I reached out to her and you know she said, Yeah, you know, like I I do want to I do want to do that with you. So explain the process of creating a product with an influencer. Yeah. What does that look like? How involved are they? Did did she pick the names? Did she pick the colors? Did you send her swatches? What does that look like? Of anybody that we worked with, it depends on the person, but usually like we would send, you know, two or three options and she would choose. The 1995, I think there were a couple, maybe one or two redirects okay. with that one where like, you know, it just wasn't quite what we wanted the first time around or the, you know, I don't remember if there was one or two redirects, but um, it did take a couple of couple of tries to get that okay. get that okay. color right. But it was basically just choosing the color and saying yes, that's the color that I want. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, and did she come up with these names? Um, I think John Hill came up with the first one, mm-hmm. the Rose Hill. Yes, I came up with buttercream. Okay. I'm not sure she might have come up with buttercup. Uh, 1995 was a hard one. Um. And I remember all of us like talking about it together. There were four or five of us that were talking about it. I honestly don't remember whose mouth it came out of. But mm-hmm. okay, okay. Um, overall, though, like yeah, you had a few bumps in the road as far as like the shipping and having enough hands on deck to fulfill orders. But overall, your experience thus far was good with her working with her, and you felt like it was a good match you and her to work together and collab. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, she called me, Ma, you know, Mama Jen, and I mean, I thought like that we had a good you know a really good friendship and uh you know like she had a a like a weekend getaway for when she had a million subscribers and you know it was her family and myself and my social media manager that went okay so you know so we really did feel like part of the family when she came to LA she stayed with me you Mm -hmm. know um I I 
really felt like family. But I, you know, sometimes in life you get to a point where you have to like realize that some people value friendship differently than you do. And mm. I, I think I just hadn't made that connection. Okay. I think as we got into 2015, I started to see a, you know, like a red flag here and a red flag there. Yeah. Some behavior that I didn't approve of. And I'm that friend that'll tell you. And, you know, I think, how did that go when she did when you did tell her? Let me just say, like, there's people in the world that probably have never had no said to them. Yeah. Mm. Jacqueline is one of those. The two words that you're allowed to say are yes, Jacqueline. And, gotcha. And if it's anything other than that, it's probably not going to go well. But I'm still that friend. <laughs> Can you tell us what you what was the red flags were that made you speak up? Well, the first one was um, and I and I like don't want to put any other names in here, but uh, I was in Vegas with another influencer and we were talking about, she had asked all of us to come and help her start her brand. So myself, um, Linda from Morphe, Marlena, we were, we were all going to fly out there and we were going to bring a couple more people with us. And, uh, you know, she was texting me and saying, well, you know, I don't want to be around them. I hear that they're like this and I hear that they're that. And I was like, no, no, no. Like you don't even like, you don't have anything to worry about. Like, honestly, I've been around them. They're amazing. Yeah. All these you know. other influencers. And then I get a text that says, oh my God, I just screenshotted this and sent this to that person. This person. Okay. And my heart sank, you know, because like, first of all, I don't know what other conversation she is showing them. Did she show them that I stuck up for them? Right. <laughs> or do they think that I was participating in this conversation? And so it it was very uncomfortable. I, I just didn't like it. But mm. I, you know, kind of let that, let that go. Um, there was a lot of like jealousy towards mm. other um, YouTubers that were kind of in the same space and in the same, mm. you know, uh, sub count area sure. and that kind of thing. Um, and I just attributed that to like high school, you know, type stuff. I didn't make it a red flag. I was like, well, I don't know. I don't want to believe this person isn't nice. Like I really don't. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Um, you know, and just focus on yourself. Like, just be glad if, you know, if they're like that, let them be like that. Sure. It's a good thing you're not like that, you know, so kind of that kind of thing. So that didn't become that much of a red flag until after. Then I looked at it and I was like, oh, I should have, you know, I should have known. Um, but there was an incident at IMATS New York in 2015. Okay. And um, Jacqueline wanted to stay at the Four Seasons. We did. And we had gone to a party. And uh, when we came back from the party, um, her and Linda and uh, her mother were, we were all in my hotel room and they were speaking ill of someone in the friend group. Oh. And and I was sitting there, you know, on the bed and it was just like, I just didn't want to be a part of that conversation, you know? And I was like, you know what? Y you guys are going to have to do me a favor. Like either please change the subject or uh, talk about go somewhere else. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a part of this conversation. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I just don't feel good about it. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable about it. I like this person. I don't have anything negative to say about them. If I had something negative to say, I would say it mm. to them. And I feel like that made me unpopular. <laughs> mm. Um, mm. But okay. I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So I feel like there was kind of a, you know, there was that. And then there's, you know, as we paid her a generous amount of money for yeah. a tiny brand. Right. But when you're competing with brands that have stores and, and or are in, you know, 2,000 locations, like... It doesn't matter. I could pay her 100% and it still wouldn't be as much as you could make, you know. Going to work with, with a bigger yes, brand. Yes, with a brand that really has the really has the budget and, uh, you know, the distribution. Right. Mm. Uh, the channels to 
to really move the product and, you know, and at the same time promote that person to the next level too, because it is a two-way, right, right. it's a two-way thing. Um, and then there was the, her brand that was supposed to be coming, you know, sometime in 2015. Um, and so, I mean, I like always knew that we weren't going to be working together for forever. Yeah. You know, right. right. But I didn't, I was okay with her outgrowing me. But she used to always say to me, like, you know what, no matter what, we're always going to be friends. We're mm-hmm. always going to be friends. And and I lived in that, you know, because, like, everybody wants to make money. Sure, money is nice. But it's it can't be who you are, you know? Yeah. Like, it can't be mm-hmm. your – if it's your motivation, you're going to be very miserable in life because you have to love what you do, you know? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I talk to customers on live chat when I'm in the bathtub, you know. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, because I because I I love people and I mm-hmm. I want to help them. Like I said, I I would have been fine with, you know what, I think like I've outgrown you. Right. Um and then we move on. I, like it would have been great for me and I've like stood right next to her and cheered her on. You know, like when you're a brand owner and you're helping someone start a brand, you're taking them to your labs, you're um giving them your contacts to build their websites to um, do their packaging, you know, you're giving them advice on, the, you know, the, how to avoid the pitfalls of all the things that you've done wrong along the way. Um, I mean, you're doing it because you want to see somebody succeed, even if yeah. they're going to become your competition. It's like, yeah, but I don't see it as competition. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody buys X brand's lipstick, it doesn't mean they're not going to buy mine. So when you were in New York mm-hmm. and she's staying at the Four Seasons, you're putting the bill for this whole trip? It wasn't intended that way, but I just picked up the bill, but it was like her and her entourage. So was, wow. So it was, it was, it was very pricey. expensive. Did she pay you yeah. back? Um, no. And I, and I didn't ask her. Oh, okay. You know, I didn't ask her. Why were you paying for it? Um, I think I, I think it was just my way of saying thank you, you know, cause she was bringing a lot of business to the brand and, okay, yeah. you know, like I was paying her well, but I just wanted to like put an extra, an extra thank you out there. You okay. Know? Okay. That's so nice you take her, you're paying for this trip and she texts you about another brand. Are you comfortable saying the brand that she messaged you about? Oh, okay. Yeah. So in the lead up to the trip, like she had said, well, I really want to stay at the Four Seasons. Um, and she says, but it's $800 a night. And I was like, well, okay. $800 is cool. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, if it was me, like, you know, in New York City, you know, like the yeah. rooms are expensive. Yeah, you can't right. stay anywhere for less than 400 So you know, it's like, oh, all right, you know. Um, and then she says, well, I'm going to bring in this person and this person and this person. And I was like, girl, you know, you're wanting to buy wow. a Birkin. Yeah. Um, you know, you better shrink your entourage of that Birkin's not going to happen. <laughs> and she's like, um, she's like, well, you know, Linda said my palette's coming back out and I'm going to make so much money. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Okay. So, so and Linda, for those who don't know, letters. <laughs> Linda is the owner of Morphe. I think correct? she was one of the her and her brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does she still, is Morphe still around? Morphe yeah. is around, right? They're, just they're around. I think they just closed Went their online. retail stores. Yeah. yeah, they're online. Right. Oh, I remember this from earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's also starting this relationship with Linda and this is after she's built a relationship with you. So it was the Jaclyn Hill palette. The favorites palette. Yep. Okay. I remember this now. I remember that too. Yep. So okay. when they came and stayed with me in August of 2014, um, I made some appointments to some cosmetic labs, drove over to the cosmetic labs, and um, we were running a little late. We had talked about going to the Morphe store, the mm-hmm. shop, and we were running a little bit late. So uh, we called and said, hey, you know, like we've got Jacqueline with us. She'd really like to shop 
you know, we might not get there until 10 minutes after you close. Is that okay? You know, is it okay if we, if we, if we come, you know, and, and spend a few minutes browsing, is that going to be a problem? And, and they were very sweet. And they were like, no, no, that's great. Um, and then when we got there, Linda was in the back and she came out and we all met Linda that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you and, kind of connected her with Linda. I mean, I drove there, but, okay. <laughs> but we all met her at the same time. And Linda was so sweet. I was like, come to our brand party tomorrow, you know? And, yeah. and she came and, and, uh, you know, eventually my social media manager also worked for, worked for them for a while. So it was, um, you know, like I said, it was just all of us like helping each other. It felt great. Yeah. You know, it felt good. Yeah. It's what I'm here to do. Very similar to Marlena's story mm-hmm. and how she was feeling in the beginning of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually introducing... met Marlena that week when they stayed with oh, okay. me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know, good vibes for the most part, at least you thought it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So then can you tell us about this Knicks party that was in New York? Yeah. So that was the that was the night that I asked them to either change the subject or leave oh, the okay. hotel. So, okay. I, okay. So one of the people that we were hanging out with that weekend, they weren't staying in the hotel with us. They were staying in a different hotel, had gotten sick. Okay. And this is another influencer. Yes. And they had a travel partner and their travel partner was also a YouTuber. And the person told me, you know what, this, like, I've been throwing up all day. Um, but I, but I told them to go ahead and go because, mm-hmm. you know, like this is a good opportunity. And, uh, and I said, okay, well, this other some... person who is also an influencer. Yes. Who we're not going to be naming. Yeah. Okay. So I said, you know what, just get some ginger ale out of your mini bar, you know, and try to sip it. And he's like, well, we don't have. And I was like, okay, so um, can you go, you know, maybe have your travel partner go down to the gift shop? And they're like, well, we don't have a gift shop. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what about calling room service? And it's like, there's no room service. And I said, okay, I'll be there in 30 minutes. So we had gotten the, you know, the Escalade from the Four Seasons. And we took everybody to the next party, dropped everybody off. And then I went with the driver to Dwayne Reed and just grabbed a basket and threw anything in that I thought you might want if you were feeling sick to your stomach. So, you know, oh, saltine crackers, yeah. water. Uh, you know, Sprite, ginger ale, Imodium, yeah, Pepto Bismol, yeah, you know, right, <laughs> everything right. you could think of. And I okay. just like bought this big basket of stuff and took it over to the hotel. So I get back to the party, and by the time I got back, everybody was pretty much ready to leave. So, and it was cold, and we're outside. It's like April, you know, in New York, and it was yeah, you know, I don't know, nine ten o'clock at night. It's still cold. chilly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So while we're waiting for the driver to come with the car, everybody's kind of huddled together, and then I see the travel partner off by themselves, kind of looking a little forlorn. And I was like, why is this person by themselves? And Jacqueline's mother says to me, oh, well, we're not very happy with this person. And I'm like, you see? (laughs) Who is another influencer. Yes. And it kind of blew my mind. Like, what do you mean we're not happy? Well, they're not being a good friend to the other person. They should be back there. Oh, with the the one who's sick. Okay. So that's why this person... They were upset with them for not being with the other influencer yeah. back at the hotel. Okay. But the other person he told me specifically go. that they had told, told him, yes, okay. please go. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I'll say when I drop the stuff off at the hotel, I've never seen a smaller hotel room. And I don't know about you, but if if I'm like throwing up and crapping my brains out, the last thing I want is anybody like getting the sights and sounds. and the sounds, you <laughs> Yeah, know? Like, right. I, I think I would be more upset about having somebody nearby for me in your hotel room i see and that might just be me Mm -hmm. you know maybe no some people like to be babied when they're sick and some people like to be left alone i think (laughs) i'm a you know just just leave me be for a minute and i'll be fine so is jacqueline friends with these people to this day Uh, as far as i know yeah okay yeah so uh so yes we get in the car and 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 we drop the person off and 
And then, you know, all the way back to the hotel and up in the room, it's like, you know, a bash fest. Mm. Oh, this person is, you know, look, you see, they're, they're taking a picture with this person and they're taking a picture with that person. And it's like, it's called networking. It's the way that people build a business. But they were accused of being a social climber, essentially. Yeah, I don't think that was a terminal. But, you know, like. Same idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like. It just felt, it felt icky to me. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 55. So, like, I think Jacqueline's mom was about the same age then mm-hmm. that I am now. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed weird that someone like, is piling, you know. Yeah, dog piling on someone. Sure. Watch younger. You know, so and... much. I don't know. It just felt weird. Mm. Um, I, I was just uncomfortable with the whole thing. So you feel like your relationship with Jacqueline and Linda really took a hit because you stood up for this person in a way and said, I don't want to be part of this, at least. I think in hindsight, I felt like that in the moment. It was a little icy. Okay. But but things, you know, got back to normal relatively quickly. Okay. So I I, I didn't feel like they were over in the corner plotting against me because I you know, didn't want to participate in the conversation. But later on, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh. Interesting. Okay. You know? So were you, did they thank you for paying for the hotel? But do you mind oh, if I say sweet. how much it was? Uh, yeah, it's fine. $16,000. Yeah, $16,000. That is a lot. Yeah, for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But they were grateful for that. Very and, much so. Okay, yes. that's very, good. Very much so. Okay. And Linda paid for her own stuff. It was just Jacqueline and her entourage. It was, you know, nobody else. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone you know for recommendations of a doctor that will actually listen to you, take the time to hear you out, give you good advice, and one that makes you actually feel comfortable? It's a lot harder than it should be to find a doctor like that. Especially in America, it's extremely irritating how difficult it can be to find a good healthcare provider and then find someone who is actually available and has time that fits your schedule. But with ZocDoc, you don't have to worry about that anymore because ZocDoc is a free app where you will find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, and you can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. And what's so great about ZocDoc is that their reviews are actually verified from real patients, not bots. And the average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 48 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments, which is awesome. And once you find a doctor you want, you can book them immediately with just a few taps. I use ZocDoc and so should you. So go to ZocDoc.com slash sesh and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash sesh. ZocDoc.com slash sesh. Okay, so that brings us to May of 2015. Mm-hmm. Same influencers that we just spoke about. Mm-hmm. And you were in a kitchen watching YouTube videos when you came across one titled something along the lines of giving an honest review of Gerard Cosmetics with the girl giving a thumbs down in the thumbnail. Right. Um, do you want to say who this person was that made this video? Um, it's still out there. Yeah, I mean, it's out there. It's Karina Kaboom. It's so funny because I like forgot her about her until I was reading this. I think she made a video about me at one point. Actually, I'm very sure she did. Somewhere in my brain, I remember her talking about me. Yeah. I mean, I think I've heard that her channel is all, um, I don't know if it's Amberlynn Reed or Foodie Beauty. It's it's all somebody. And then the video is about me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nothing else. Apparently everything. Oh, she still does YouTube? As, as far as I know, yeah, she still has a channel. 
Okay, so she made a negative review about Gerard Cosmetics. Um, and she was using foul language. She said that Gerard Cosmetics forces people to sign a contract saying they would only give positive reviews. Ridiculous. So where do you think she got that information from? Um, well, she's got a friend that that says that, and she posted our contract, you know, along with my home address. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my gosh. She, Karina did or no, this her, other person? the friend. Okay. And matter of fact, the friend was commenting on a video just yesterday, like trying to get people to go back and watch her video and view her vlog and stuff. What? <laughs> so this friend you had sent PR to? Apparently, yes. Okay. It was somebody on my team, you know, had had uh she had reached out to somebody on somebody on my team and we always try to give people the benefit of the doubt we've always you know taken people with without regard to their follower count or whatever mm -hmm. um because like i said i want to support people in yeah. their business and as long as my business is doing well enough to support that i you know like that's my first thing i want to do okay. is support other you know other people who are trying to start a business and some with a youtube channel is starting a business so so did you was it like some type of why was there a contract involved was it a sponsorship? No, we used to, in the early days, we used to just send stuff and people would post. But it got to the point where we were sending out 600 packages every three weeks. You oh, know? Wow. And just the yeah. FedEx alone was 40 grand on that. Sure. Crazy. Um, you know, we were overnighting to everybody. You know that. Oh, yeah. Expensive. And so, but then as more brands started to come into, you know, the fray, mm -hmm. um, it was harder to get content. You know, so you're sending somebody you know, $500 worth of products and, and then you never see them. So mm -hmm. it was more mm -hmm. that they would agree to post within, within 21 days that they wouldn't use foul language. Mm. Um, you know, there was a certain things that we, that we asked of that we thought was, uh, you know, with the teeth whitening, there was a no compete, you know, so you wouldn't, you know, be using crest white strips one day and whitening lightning the next, you know, that kind of thing. So it was just basic Basic business stuff, but the the catalyst for putting out the contract was really just to get people to post in a timely manner. How did Karina Kaboom get her hands on the product? Did you send them to her? No. Okay. Um, my my team had told me back then that they had told her no. Okay. I don't I don't ever see something that, so I don't I don't know. That's what I was told. But they had given it to the friend. And, you know, I mean we searched our database. There wasn't an order from, from her. That doesn't mean she could have ordered something under right. somebody else's name or, you know, who knows, but, but there wasn't anything in the, in the order history okay. that would indicate that she had ordered anything from us. So you watched this video with, with another these other two influencers mm -hmm. in the kitchen. In my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you said normally you wouldn't even watch something like this or entertain it, but yeah. I mean, it hurts you, wanna... feel, you know, like, oh, totally. look how much work you put into your oh, yeah. podcast. And if, Somebody like it hurts your work. It hurts your feelings. It, hurt, it yeah. hurt my feelings when Karina made a video about me. I can't remember what it was, but I remember being sad at the time. <laughs> right? And you, you know, like when you're working, when I'm rolling over in bed at three o'clock in the morning and answering um, people on Instagram, you know, yeah, <laughs> to help to help them find their order, or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I actually care mm -hmm. that you know that people are happy. So it normally I wouldn't watch it because it would just hurt my feelings. You know, but maybe because my friends were there, I don't know. It, it was probably just stupid to watch it in the first place. And I'll say that's the only video of hers I've ever seen. I never, she made numerous videos about me after that. I've never seen any of them. Good. I don't watch I've never seen any of the videos either. any of the mm -hmm. friends made or anybody else. I just don't feel like it's good for my spirit. You know, it's, it's like, not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. So brings you nothing for me, good. the best thing is ignorance is bliss. Yeah. 
Totally. Um, and I definitely learned my lesson from that. But uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm watching this video and, you know, and I'm kind of commenting in real time, like, to me, it was shocking, you know. Um, back then, I was, <laughs> to use the word, I was very churchy, you know, and okay. I didn't curse for about 15 years. I had to give that up. Life calls for and, it. And there was there was a buildup and they needed to come out. Yeah. And and you know, my friend Emily Baker was like right there. She's like, does that feel good though? I'm oh like, yeah. You know what kind of does? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that it does, but it kind of does. Mm, we love um, the words. <laughs> but to me, like that kind of anger, you know, like shaking lipstick at the camera and saying, This is the biggest effing piece of S I've ever put on my lips. Like mm. it it just felt so dark to me and it was shocking to hear to see somebody. She claimed she had an ler- allergic reaction, I see here, I don't, or something. I don't remember that. Um, it's, it's possible. It in her, uh, it's possible. I don't remember box. that part. Um, but it was like, and I said something to the effect of, oh my gosh, I'm the ugliest person I've ever seen, meaning like the way she was behaving. Oh, you know what? Now that you're talking about this, I remember this whole thing. I remember this all happening. In real right? time? Yes. I vaguely, very vaguely, but I remember. So they went and posted the video to yeah, so Snapchat. When I, when I looked up, I saw the phone and this person's hand. I'm like, oh my God, don't you dare post that. Because I didn't realize that, yeah, that they were recording. And Snapchat private... was still kind of new then. I had actually asked this person to like help me learn about Snapchat because mm-hmm. I didn't really know. You know, I think now when you look forward like nine years, like, you know, you're at AMPM or 7-Eleven and somebody could yeah, be, yeah, yeah. you know, recording oh, you. But for sure. back then, especially when you're in your own home and you're hanging yeah. out with your friends and you're just like being goofy and dumb and, you Taking know, you stupid stuff. Totally. You, you're like, you're not thinking mm-hmm. that that moment in time is going to like be frozen forever and you're going to be, you know, made to look like something that you're really not. Yeah. And so, and you um, say that you said this in the context of her attitude and how nasty she was being. Yes. Not for, that she yeah. was physically unattractive. Honestly, I don't think the whole controversy would have happened if I cursed back then. So there's another point for cursing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I probably would have just said that she was B word and that would have been the end of it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but somehow, and I had said like, don't you dare post that. And the person goes, oh, no, no, no. So, you know, I'm going on like everything is normal. This was like, mm. I think it was a Friday night. And the next day, um, my customer service person calls me and wakes me up fairly early in the morning on a Saturday. And she was like, hey, someone just like left a comment about something on the company Snapchat. And I mean, we had a Snapchat, but we didn't really post on it that much. And I, I was kind of puzzled. So I went to our Snapchat and I don't remember there being anything on there or anything that was would have been concerning. And right then. It, it went off in my head. But he had and I was it. like, oh my gosh, this person must have posted this. And I texted them and they, you know, called me. And, uh, you know, by then the 24 hours was almost up and it was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it had been at least like by the time I heard back from this person, because it was several hours before I heard back from them. So by the time I heard back, it was probably like 18 hours of the 24 yeah. hours was gone. So at the time, this person, it's public out there who posted this. Yes. I, yeah. Okay. So. Some people out there will know. Yeah. And I mean, I I don't, I mean, people have said different things over the years. I'm willing to give somebody the benefit of the doubt that it was just a mistake. And, mm. you know, I should have been more careful about what I was saying, even if I, you know, I'm in my home letting my hair down, you know, and it was stupid. But 
at the same time, like, I don't think the person had poor intentions. Sure. I mean, it's mm. not, I don't know. Like, I find hard to believe that unless somebody proves to me that that's who they are, I'm just yeah. not going to put that on somebody that the Apology. person very much apologized and apologized to me profusely, okay. um, apologized uh, and, uh, you know, a re- replied to people's comments saying, hey, you know what? Like, like Jen didn't know. She didn't know mm-hmm. that I was snapping her. It was, you know, like, I, I don't want her to be like, you know, crucified yeah. for my mistake. You know, the truth is it was my mistake too. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it was just blown into something completely different. Gotcha. So, the, so Karina got a hold of this and you know, at the time, she was like a small nail polish review channel. I think she had, maybe, I don't know, maybe a thousand subscribers or so. And that was what kind of turned her into a drama channel. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. she made this video. And I know it's got a lot of views. I don't know how many, but she made this video. The owner of George Cosmetics calls me ugly. I've never seen that video. But even to this day, people say, well, you called her ugly. Well, no. I said she was an ugly person. There is a, there is a difference. And, you know, like an ugly person to me is yeah it's a void on the inside yeah it's not about Mm -hmm. it's not about what's you know what's on the outside so how does this all relate back to Jacqueline this person made a statement on their snapchat um and I consulted with my publicist we wrote a statement that we posted on our blog at the time and um my Instagram too and so you know like that was kind of it but in the meantime there was a probably about a good 24-hour period in between where, you know, there was like some hate, you know, coming our way. And I think after the person, um, you know, made their Snapchat, uh, you know, died off because it was kind of explained like, hey, this isn't, you know, what it looks like. And, you know, I'm still, I I remember them saying like, I'm still kind of new at this and I'm still learning. And, you know, this was a big mistake. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a, um, I know that it was a heartfelt apology. Okay. You know, because the person like had tears and stuff apologizing to me. Mm-hmm. So I, so I believe that. Okay. Um, and uh, so I, I texted Jacqueline and I said to her, because she had been getting hate a couple of days before um, for not disclosing affiliate links. And, okay. and she was like under a lot of pressure. And I, when I was looking back at my text messages, I remember I haven't read these things in eight years. And I literally took a computer that had been through the fire and wouldn't turn on last summer. I don't know why I didn't throw it away. Uh, your recent fire yes oh wow and i plugged it in and that's where i you know found these receipts oh, wow. and, and okay. I, I had a hard time getting the thing running i got some receipts off and it died again so it must have been meant to be oh, um but when i looked back at the text messages i was actually texting her the day before all of this happened and saying hey like i'm you know i'm so sorry you're getting hate and stuff like that and and she was like, yeah, you know, I don't remember what her response was. But then I, but then after the Karina incident, I messaged her and I was like, I'm really sorry if you're getting hate because of me. You know, like, I don't ever want anybody to bear the brunt of, you know, yeah. my poor decision making or whatever. Right, you know, like, right. it's just not, it's just not who I am as a person. So, uh, and she, and she specifically said, no, I, I'm not. I, I've gotten a few questions, but that's it. So you reached out to Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Every, she says everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later that day, you had a few other influence over influencers over for another influencers collab with Gerard Cosmetics. And this is when you get a text message from Jacqueline Hill suggesting that you make an apology for the Karina situation. Well, I, yeah, it wasn't later that day. It was like two months later. Oh, okay. Two okay. months later. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
and everything was fine, you know, in between. It was like, oh, you know, how much money did I make? Oh, you know, can you send me this person's phone number? Or, you know, like, you know, here, can I have this business contact from right. you? You know, uh, happy 4th of July, you know, like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And even on this one particular day, I got a text message at like 3.45 in the afternoon that was normal. And then at 8 p.m., all of a sudden, I'm a horrible person and I need to like, you know. Why does she care? about was you she apologize like, yeah was she i don't know i was very confused she sent me this text message and it was like well you know i you know i i know that you think that you've done enough here but you know here's i don't remember the exact texts but it was like you know here's why you, you know you should make a like i think she was looking from what i understand from other people that were around at that time that she was talking to about this because she wasn't talking to me about okay. but who she was talking to about this she wanted me to like hire a film crew and make this like gray hoodie tearful apology and oh, I just wow. didn't feel that that wouldn't be true to myself you know what I mean mm -hmm. like I, I felt like the choice of words that I used was poor <laughs> I uh, you know I definitely could have used better words I could have just not watched the video I mean there's so many things I could have done a million times better but I, I can't I'm not gonna fake tears you right. know I'm if I'm sorry like I'm gonna you know I'll say what I'm sorry for and and why I'm sorry for it and all of that but but I just I don't produce, nothing is ever going to be produced. You know, it's just, I'm, that's just not true to myself. And sure. Time. But when I got the text message, I actually had a couple of influences in the car. I had just picked up at LAX. I was sitting in traffic. And so um, as soon as I could, I texted her back and I said, well, I'll call you tomorrow and we could talk about it. And she's like, well, no, I don't call. I only text. I, I'm not good on the phone. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> who are you telling this to? You know, because we talk on the phone like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so it just felt more like kind of like it's my way or the highway kind of thing was what mm -hmm. I was starting to feel like. And so I reached out to her manager, her mother, and I was, and I called. Oh, she's her manager? Uh, I don't know if she still is. She was at the time. Okay. And um, she didn't answer. And I hate voicemail. So I didn't leave a voicemail, but um, I get a text message sometime later that day or the next day saying, well, you know, I see that you... I see that you called. I'm sure you want to talk to me about this, but, you know, I think you should just text Jacqueline. And I'm like, but okay, but we're not 15. This isn't like ninth grade. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're grown women. In business. In business. Mm -hmm. And this is not the kind of conversation that you want to have over text. Over text. Mm. You know, uh, maybe that's like the old school old lady in me. But <laughs> no, I, but I just that. felt very strongly that it was a conversation that should be had in some form of person, you know, whether it be on the phone or whatever. Okay. Because um, I feel like, you know, when you when you text, there's things that can get lost in translation. Like mm -hmm. I said, I think mostly mm -hmm. I was very confused um, by the text, but I wanted to hear her out and what she had to say about it. And, um, you know, like I'm not that person that's not open to hearing other people's ideas, but I also wanted to let her know how I felt about it. And you know, she just wasn't willing to do that. And I was like, okay, then it's going to have to wait, you know, because I had this launch party, you know, so many things going on, you know, we had a product launch coming and all of these things. And it was just more than I could, you know, I, I, I just couldn't deal with that at the same time. Yeah. It, let me get like through this month and then I'll, I'll just book a flight and, you know, go over there and we'll, and we can talk. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, I received like what I would consider an extremely nasty email. and without ever having exchanged a crossword, it seemed very out of place. Okay. Um, it was angry. 
There from was, Jacqueline. Yeah. There was a lot of gaslighting in it. And she texted me and told me that she's, oh, I just sent an email to you. And she told me what email address it was at. And everybody who knew me at that time knew that I was in church every Sunday from this time to this time. It was like a long day. Mm-hmm. And what to me, when somebody sends me a nasty email and texts me while I'm at church to tell me that they're sending me this nasty email, they are trying to like ruin that for me, you know? Because like you go to, like going to church, like going to therapy, right? It's like filling up your gas tank. So, um, you know, so I was very upset and I picked up and I, and I left church. I was very upset and I had to really think about it. And I was like, you know, she's being very aggressive. And what I think is nasty, there is a lot of lies in this email, but I don't want to focus on that. I don't want to like, you know, cause it's one of those things where you can make a decision to go point by point and argue with somebody, or you can say, you know what, I'm okay. You know, cause she had said at the end, I want to disconnect from your brand. I was like, um, oh, that's what she said in the email. Yeah, and, I've, and I said to her, you know what, like, really, thank you for everything, you know, and I'm perfectly fine with our with our business relationship ending. I'll have your name off the website, you know, in a, in a quickness, you know, with okay, some quickness. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I wish you nothing but success, you know, like that kind of thing. I had to really, really take a breath and yeah. try... Not to risk, because you can respond to kind with kind. Mm-hmm. That's how road rage and stuff happens, right? Yeah. And I just didn't want to go there. I just didn't think it wasn't how I wanted to end that season. I felt like mm-hmm. it would be much better to just, you know, shake hands and part ways. You know, my feelings were a little bit hurt because I felt like of anybody who really knew me and like people who didn't even know me were sticking up for me. So why is this person who really knows me? Who calls you mama so quick to, you know, throw me under the bus. It just felt. So what felt was her main reason for wanting to part ways? Was it the Karina Kaboom stuff? She indicated that in the initial email. But like I said, we were talking about it for the two months in between. And she was like, no, I'm not getting hate. No, this is overly dramatic. Like this girl's something else. You know, like that kind yeah. of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so that wasn't the case then. And like I said, it wasn't even the case in the morning of the day that she sent me that first or the afternoon of the day she sent me that first text. But what I do know that did happen in between um, was the Becca launch had happened. And do you think they were telling her like you can't work with anyone else? No, but she was, I mean, we paid her a good amount of money, like except for a small brand, but she made multiples of what she made with us in a year yeah. with Morphe on just the Jaclyn Hill favorites palette. You know, like, yeah. Um, and she you know, shared with me like what she was earning. It was this, like I said, a significant multiple of what she had earned with us in an entire year. And I think it was just to the point where, yeah, I can cut her loose. I got something better. I feel like it was more like that. Um, And the the Becca launch had happened in early July. And so... This is for Champagne Pop, her highlighter. Yes. And that was supposed to be a one-shot deal with X number of units that were ordered. And that was it. But okay. it sold out it on Sephora. It never even yeah. went into store. It was sold out online yep. in, what, an hour or something? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I remember. So they crazy. were selling like 1,200 units a minute. It was, you know, crazy. The biggest launch Sephora had ever had. I think their website even crashed. Wow. Um, I bought 10 of them uh, to support her. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, like we were, like I said, we were, we were talking about it. And they did let me know that day that, that they had already placed a significant PO for more and that they were going to meet to talk about, you know, how to further their 
you know, collaborations in the future. So I think there was a lot more money coming down the pike that was going to be, I mean, I wouldn't sneeze at $500,000, but it was going to be many, many, many times that. Mm. And I think it's like, hey, you know what? She was getting heat for not uh, disclosing her affiliate links. Right. Which at the time, I think FTC hadn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It was kind of a gray area. It wasn't, co- you know, FTC guidance were fully cooked on that. Yet. Right. So it was kind of like up to the person to say, you know, whether or not they're earning commission. But when you're outright telling people, I'm not being paid to make this video, and you, and then you give them a commission link, that's disingenuous. Is it, yeah. is it, was it completely illegal? No. Um, but I'll just think that it's always best to just tell the truth. Just be like, hey, you know, this is how you support me. And, and people, people love her. Like, I, I think that they would buy more. And I think I even indicated that in the communications. Like, you know, I don't know why you don't just tell people the truth. Like, it yeah. seems crazy to me because they would just, they would love to support you, you know? So I, I think it was some of that, like, hey, you know what? You throw Jen to the wolves. I can tell everybody I'm the moral superior here. And, uh, you know, that'll get me off the hook for... Kind of a ex- convenient excuse. Yeah. Like now all of a sudden, hey, you know what? Because people are calling me a liar and they're, you know, questioning questioning my morals and ethics because I'm lying to them. <laughs> um, but if I kick this person under the bus, you know, I can get some... Ju- and it worked. Yeah. It worked. Uh, mostly because I didn't fight back. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I felt like, uh, I don't know, you know you're grown up when you don't feel like you have to have the last word in every situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I was okay. I thought to myself, okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to let her be herself. And over time, people will figure it out. Sure. So she tells you to take it off. And you said that you removed it from your website within 48 the hours. The product? Like no, the- the, her her images, her logo, okay. her, um, you know, like the whole kind of splash page that was all centered around Jacqueline and her collections. Then did she email you saying that she didn't want to get any anything messy, but she demanded you pay her quarter of a million dollars? Um, yes. For what? Well, I was confused about that too. So I asked that. <laughs> like, I, what do I get? Like, what she's already this? made commission. I mean, what was the setup? Was she, was it an upfront payment that you gave her to collaborate on the pot product or is it like a percentage of sales? No, I paid her 30% commission. Okay. Plus a royalty for each unit sold. Okay. Okay. So then she wants an additional quarter of a million just for parting ways. Correct. Were you confused? Very much so. <laughs> yeah. She says, with that being said, and this is all, you posted this on Reddit recently. I did, yeah. And um, she says, my likeness will continue to be attached to 1995 Rose Hill Buttercup and Buttercream since they are colors that I created slash named and branded on my YouTube channel. And I'm willing to allow their sale on GerardCosmetics.com in exchange for $250,000. I'm aware that my colors are top sellers and will continue to be lucrative for your business and that people will continue to recognize these shades as my creations. If we cannot agree on a buyout, I would respectfully request the colors be removed. But I didn't understand why I would buy back my own product. I mean, it's, it's, it's my product. Like, you know, and she could, she could say all day long, I created this and I created that, but no, you didn't. And at some point in the emails, um, I did say to her, well, if, if you created them, you have my permission to recreate them in yeah. your new brand. Yeah. Um, I see. If you created them, then you should be able to recreate them, right? Like, yeah. It should be easy. Yeah. Um, but we all know that's not. That's so not she felt like happened. even the names were hers. Yes. 
And even though in the process of her, so her process of creating is just getting samples and picking one out mm-hmm. and then yeah. coming up with a name. Yeah. Okay. And she wants And a in that case, I mean, that. like I said, I know that I know that I named at least one of them. And, you know, I, it, I mean, I didn't really want to get into the tit for tat of who, you know, like this, that or the other thing. But how are you going to, how are you going to ask when, you know, obviously I paid her a lot more than I made mm-hmm. off of things, you know, because I have obviously a lot of expenses associated with, with, yeah, you know, course. with my side of the, with my side of the deal. And so, um, you know, that to me, that was an investment in our relationship and I was fine with that. Um, I never, I, I mean, I don't think I ever thought it would be as big as it was, um, you know, but there was, but it was a healthy, you know, a very healthy amount, much more than the standard in the industry, which is like, you know, 10 or 15%. So, I felt like I was more than generous. Yeah, 30%. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, making products here in the U.S. is a lot more expensive than making sure. products mm-hmm. in China. Like, mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're working with a brand like like Morphe, where that is, well, not every, I guess some of the stuff now is made here. But back then, I think most everything was made overseas. You know, the, the product cost is very small. I see. Compared yeah. to yeah, the, yeah. you know, compared to what it's sold for and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So there's a lot more yeah. to, you know be doing things right with, but you know in my case there just wasn't because the like i said mo- a lot of the money went into creating the actual product and you know creating a good product and you claim that she threatened to make a video about you it, yeah, and it never it, happened though the she made a snapchat video she, she threatened she was going to make a youtube video is what you know i want to start talking you know talking about this and was this channel. because did you tell her you weren't going to pay her this amount of money i did yeah. Okay. I mean, I let her tell me why she thought, please do enlighten me as to how you come up with that I need to pay for my own, you know, buy my own product back from myself. Yeah. We're not talking about anything with custom packaging. Mm-mm. It's all Gerard Cosmetics packaging. Um, there's no branding of hers on on the products. You know, once her stuff is off the website and all of that stuff, it's like, where is your likeness? Mm. Yeah. Right? Like, where, where, where is your likeness? You've been paid very handsomely for what you've done do you mind if i share how much she made in no your i mean it's public I, it was I public it. yeah, yeah six hundred thousand dollars yeah in 13 well months mm-hmm. it's a lot of money mm-hmm. so, so she never posted the video though because you think she was well i let it be you know defamation is a funny thing mm-hmm. you know if you're telling the truth you can't be defaming somebody but if you're not telling the truth you get yourself in a lot of trouble and you know i'm not somebody that is like looking to, you know, have legal issues with people and stuff like that. But we're talking about, you know, the livelihood of 60 people, 50 of which have already lost their jobs. And, you know, because of this situation now in 2023. So, you know, we're talking about the livelihood of like my employees and their families. And so, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to go on and tell untruths, we're going to have a problem. Mm -hmm. And, and I let that be known. That that if there was a video made, my lawyer and I would be watching. So yeah. when she made the Snapchat, I feel like she was careful to talk but not say anything. Gotcha. And just throw out the inference. And then there would be shady comments like, you know, because people would say, well, when are you going to tell us why, you know, why you aren't working with them anymore? And it would be like, oh, well, I just don't like, I just don't like the way they do business. I just think they're shady. You know, like, like that kind of thing where it's not enough to, you know, warrant, uh, you know, bringing any kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's enough to cause damage. Yeah. 
And, you know, I, I had to just you do a lot of breathing. When you- <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems very spiteful as someone who you were, I mean, you were friends with her, considered yourself part of the family. She calls you Mama Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a small business owner. Now she's making a lot of money with all these bigger brands. It seems very unnecessary and spiteful to, I mean, essentially you think that she was extorting you by saying you either pay me this or I'm going to try and ruin you. Mm -hmm. It felt like that. And I felt like I was being squashed um, because I didn't follow her direction Mm -hmm. and have Mm -hmm. a text conversation, you know, over this, which like I said, I just wasn't going to do it. Just, you know, like I'm my own person. (laughs) You know, right or wrong, I am my own person and I will do and say what I think, what I think is right. I'll listen to other people's perspectives, you know, like people, like plenty of people have changed my mind, given me great ideas and sure. over time. But, um, but I, when you're going to say, well, no, you're going to, we're going to do it my way. Right. Um, it, it, it just wasn't something that I, that I could do even in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I had so many other things going on in that moment. And I, and I, in the, e- the initial email that she sent me in late July, it was very, it was clear that she was very upset that I hadn't texted her like, like she demanded mm. to have this discussion. And, you know, so it's like, oh, well, you didn't say yes. You actually said the N word to me and O word. Oh. And oh, I was like, I was like oh my yeah, God. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Okay. The, the N-O word. No. Not that. No, not that. Word. Gotcha. Um, that when you when you say that to me, like you're going to be squashed, and and I'm going to teach you a lesson. And and I think she has a history of doing that. I mean, just mm-hmm. on Twitter, look at look at how many times. Look at how lipstick eight started. A person tweeted out a a picture of their damaged lipstick and said, "Why is it like this?" Mm-hmm. And she quote tweets them and says. You know, because your lips must be, you know, like if you if you have dry lips and this and then all her fans are underneath, you know, calling the person crusty lips and, mm. you know, attacking the person that, you know, people would be bullied off the Internet on a semi-regular basis with this type of tactic. Mm. And, um, you know, like I just I just personally disagree with that. But I think in this person's line, it's like, well, if you're not going to do it my way, I'll just squash you. Mm. Okay. And so that's what I felt like. It was just like, here, I'm just going to squash you because you didn't. That's extremely yeah. hurtful after someone you built a whole relationship with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You create products together. You guys are friends. Building and then she kind of, in her eyes, perhaps, quote unquote, outgrew you and then was like, you know, just threw you to the wolves, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it happens. There's, you know... I can't, I can't undo it. And just like with the fire, like you can't, you know, everything that happens, you shape into who you are. So I don't love what happened. I don't love like anytime somebody puts my name into Google, they find articles that are telling lies about me and, and that kind of thing. Like, I, I don't like that, but I can't do anything about it. You know, it's just a situation that character, yeah. <laughs> build your character. Yeah. Back to school shopping is among us. And you know what else is among us? All the chaos that comes along with it. But with DoorDash, you can be first day ready with pantry staples and classroom supplies to make a good first impression without the stress. With DoorDash, you'll enjoy next level convenience with delivery in the hour, making it easier than ever to get your back to school needs fast. All your favorite retail, grocery, and convenience stores are on the app so you can shop everything your kids need for back to school. 
You can fill their backpacks, their bellies, and the pantry this back-to-school season. And be prepared before the big day arrives. Stock up with on-the-go breakfasts, lunchbox staples, and brands that they love. I love DoorDash. I love knowing that I don't have to leave my house if I need something delivered, whether that's a pantry staple or a full meal. It's just so convenient. You cannot go wrong. So shop DoorDash to get everything you need for back-to-school season delivered right to your door. Order now for stress-free back-to-school shopping. Use promo code SESH to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more at convenience, grocery, or retail stores on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more using promo code SESH. Don't forget that's code SESH for 50% off your next order. Terms apply. So in August of 2015, Jacqueline supposedly posted a Snapchat that was made while on her trip to Napa with Marlena, Linda, some other people, her mom. Mm -hmm. um, And you were supposed to attend, but you chose not to. Is that because Jacqueline was going to be there? Well, I mean, it was something that we kind of all planned together when we when we had gone in February to help her with her brand. It was something that we planned back then. And this is a trip that um, Marlena Marlena brought up Mm -hmm. on our show. Okay. Okay. And apparently... Uh, Marlena had no idea what was being done or said in that moment mm-hmm. when it, you know, when it happened. Okay. Um, and she's like, I, I, she's apologized to me profusely for not sticking up for me, you know, or whatever. But I get it. You know, I get it. Because she didn't, she didn't know me. Right. You know, we had met, we were friendly, you know, and all of that. And I really liked her. I felt she was very kind and generous and all of that. But, um, but when you're being told, you're only listening to, you know, once, like, that's it. You know, yeah. Uh, but she did. She did tell me that like Karina Kaboom's name never came up. <laughs> it was all about <laughs> good old George Washington and Ben Franklin. You know, yeah, all yeah, the talk yeah, and yeah. and uh, you know. I mean, I already knew that. I didn't. Right. <laughs> so let me understand this. Jacqueline, while she was on the trip, made Snapchat series, ten or so Snapchats. Come on here really quick and address something that I have honestly been absolutely dreading talking about. And it's been going on now for a few months um, because it's just, it's not, it's a negative situation and it's just, uh, and my heart is like legit pounding for some reason. Like, I don't know why I'm like so nervous to finally like talk about this and like bring it to the light. So just bear with me. Okay. Just bear with me. I have had hundreds, maybe thousands of people ask me in the last couple of weeks why I am not talking about Manny's collaboration with Drug Cosmetics, his um, lip paint, Serenity. And the reason why is because I have been in the process for the past couple of months of cutting off all ties and my affiliation with Gerard Cosmetics, um, which was not easy to do. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can guess, um, like, the reason behind this, and I don't want to go too in-depth, and it's not something that I really wish to talk about too much because I don't want to shed any negativity on the situation. But it's honestly just a lot of different things combined, and um, I just, I'll go more in-depth about it in a video for sure in the next month when I really feel, like, ready and comfortable and things have finally settled at a good place. But until then, I just want you guys to know that Manny has been aware of this since before Serenity ever launched, and this has nothing to do with our friendship. Like, this is just business, and he completely understands. And if you currently go to the Drug Cosmetics website, you will see that my face and my name is no longer on there whatsoever because I chose to take off anything having to do with me because I just felt like this was really necessary for me. It's something that like I really thought about and like kept me awake at night and I really had to pray about because this was a financial burden, um, but I just felt like my morals were way more important. So at this point, even though I did collaborate on the four colors I have with Drug Cosmetics, they still are available for sale, but they are no longer my shades. I don't have anything to do with them anymore. 
we are actually still in the middle of settling this right now. So it's kind of like a to be continued story, but I'm just kind of updating you guys on it because I don't know. I just feel like I should, I update you on everything. At the end of the day, I just feel like I'm always saying like, I'm still the same person. And I put like my morals above any money and money doesn't matter to me. It's like loyalty that matters. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I have really been tested recently and it's like God's way of saying like, okay, prove it. Like put your money where your mouth is. And so I've chosen to do this and that's that. I've honestly wanted to talk to you guys about this for so long. Like I have gotten so many questions about drug cosmetics for the past few months. And I've just been like, so I'm really glad that I can finally tell you. Like the snaps are just, like I said, they're, she's kind of vague and ambiguous about well, you know, you probably know why. And, you know, I have to put my morals ahead of my money. Jacqueline said that. Yeah. And all of that kind of stuff, which, you know, the morals ahead of the money is a little. So she's insinuating that you don't have morals. Correct. Okay. And that's why she dropped, she didn't, did she not say Gerard Cosmetics specifically? She She did. She said, well, people want to, I think she said something to the effect of people want to know why I'm not talking about the brand or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've been, I've been trying, I've been working on this for months, which was a lie. (laughs) We're it's weeks, um, mm-hmm. and for the months before that, it was the opposite way. But you know, she was framing it the way that she wanted to frame it, so that she could look like, well, hey, you know, like I cut her loose as soon as that Korean incident happened because that that was that was too much for me, you know. Got it. So you think that she was that was sort of a replacement for the video that she had threatened to make. She decides to make these Snapchats instead. It's still a way to. Do any anything that she can to damage your reputation and Gerard Cosmetics' mm-hmm. reputation. Mm-hmm. So regarding the part about Jen talking about the Snapchat that happened where Jacqueline was bashing Jen, I was present when that happened. And I know a lot of people are thinking, well, why were you friends with Jacqueline if you saw this happen? I was not physically present right next to her because we were on a Napa trip. It was myself, Manny, Linda, and Jacqueline all on a Napa trip. We were all working together on different collabs that everyone had launching in the next year. Jacqueline had went outside, said she was going to post a video against Gerard Cosmetics, had nothing to do with anything with Karina Kaboom. I think that was a controversy that was happening at that time. Just said that she was unhappy with payments. She didn't like that she wasn't getting paid enough and all of that and went outside and posted the video. I didn't see the video or hear it until after it had already uploaded to Snapchat. At that time, I was on friendly terms with Jen Gerard, but I didn't know her extremely well. So I didn't know how much of that story was true or not because I was more friends with Jacqueline at that time. It wasn't until this last year that I found out what was really happening behind the scenes of what Jacqueline was saying to Jen and, you know, sending her demand for $250,000 and all of that. And that's when I realized what the actual truth was. But at that time, I was under the impression that she just felt that she wanted more money and wanted to say something about it and made that Snapchat. But I was physically present there on a trip together when she filmed that Snapchat. Okay. So at some point, someone in the YouTube uh, drama space got a hold of specifically Sanders Kennedy, which I haven't heard that name in a minute. He found out through someone else about Jacqueline extorting you for $250,000. And he had asked you to report on it. He emailed uh, the customer service email asking for a statement. Oh, for a statement. Okay. 
So I sent him my phone number and asked him to call me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what did you tell him? This was like in 2017. And I just begged him not to do this story. I said, listen, like I've worked so hard for the last two years to separate my name from hers. And I just really don't want to go back there. It's like such a, um, it's like such an emotional trigger, you know, there's just still too much. There was too much trauma there. And I, and honestly, like I was fine to walk away and be, be who I am, let her be who she is. And over time, let people figure it out, obviously, because I, you know, it's eight years, like nobody, <laughs> nobody holds on to that kind of stuff right. eight years if they intend on putting it out there. That was never, that was never my intention. Like, I, mm-hmm. I remember like when Jacqueline's father passed in 2020, you know, I knew her, her and her father were estranged and I was estranged from my father for 19 years before he died. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, kind of, I felt like Related. I had something that I could that could help her. So you, you know? reached back out to her. I did reach out to her and I sent her okay. a text message and That's just, nice of you. you know, encouraged her and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, even after everything she did to me, like I could still find, you know, I still found that in my heart to like reach out to her from the heart to say, you know, like this is going to be okay. You know, it's, you're going to get through this. And, you know, over time you're going to find that, that everything is good with you and him, you know, yeah. Yeah. and uh, no response. Wow. But, you know, but you still are going to try because mm-hmm. it's just, was that over text? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she probably got it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So will you kind of tell us and our viewers about the vault and the details behind that? Yeah. Because even we're a little bit confused on it. Yeah. There, I mean, I feel like there was a lot of uncertainty at that time. And if you don't understand how production works and stuff, it's very easy to believe whatever people tell you. Yeah. You know? Um, but there was definitely some fishiness with the timeline, you know, because the the, the palace were already in some Ulta stores, they weren't put out yet, but they were at the stores. So, you know, when you say, oh, we're going to take these off the market and we're going to, I don't, I think at first it was unclear, right? If anybody remembers, it was unclear as to whether they were going to fix those pallets, make new pallets. What was wrong with them? Um, Some of the people who received the PR packages had issues with the performance. They were patchy and, and, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, So she was going to pull them and fix them. Yeah, that's what was, what was said was that we, you know, I think we're just not going to launch it. You know, some people had bought one at like a pre-launch event or whatever. And I I just remember that the timeline from, you know, when they said, oh, we're going to pull all these, we're going to start, you know, we're going to start over. Um, I think at first it was said, if I remember correctly, it was said that that they were all destroyed. And then it was said that they were sent back and repressed. Okay. in order to send something back to China and repress it, first of all, you've got to collect them from the ends of the earth. So, you know, if you work with, with uh, you know, big box stores or retailers stuff, you know that nothing happens with a quickness. Nothing. Mm. So just getting those pallets back to a warehouse where they could be picked up and even airshipped back to China would take a couple of weeks, minimally. Then you have to send them back, literally open every single pallet, repress it, right? Yeah. Clean it. Because there's going to be, you know, residue and stuff everywhere. And I mean, how are you, you can't repress the shades in the palette. Right, right. right. And um, I remember that at some point, somebody took one of those palettes and took it apart to get the shades out. They're not, it wasn't one where you could just pop the shades out. Mm. You had to literally like rip the packaging apart. But we were told that the, that they reuse the palettes to be eco-friendly. But there's no way to reuse the palettes because you'd have to tear the, you, there's video somewhere on the internet of, people tearing the pallets apart to get the shades out. So if you have to tear the pallets apart to get the shades out, how are you going to use the same pallets and repress them? And then the other thing that was odd, because people like, you know, what, uh, you know, people like my friends and stuff would ask me, um, 
you know, hey, like, how does this work? And they send me pictures and there's like a new ingredient list, like taped over the old one. So you believe that she didn't reuse them and just recreated them and tried to pull it off as such? Well, the other thing was that there was somebody on Twitter, I think, that had the import records. And so the original import records show them coming to L.A., Mm -hmm. but there was never new import records showing them coming back. You know, anything that comes into the United States from another country, you know, a shipment bigger than, you know, let's say a bread box, for instance, is going to have a record because you have to have a customs broker to uh, ground the shipment. And that never materialized. So if they had gone back to China and come back to the U.S., there would have been a paper trail Mm -hmm. to show it. Okay. Um, And that didn't exist. And then, like I said, just the timeline alone with the amount of time that it would take to do what they claim they were doing, absolutely impossible. And I think back back in that time, Kevin James Bennett had had, uh, pointed that out, as I recall. Um, You know, like I said, you wouldn't be able to smell the BS Mm -hmm. unless you had a little bit of working knowledge of the industry production, how things work and things like that. So it seems to be a consistent pattern with Jacqueline is she will say things to her audience that unless you work in the industry, you wouldn't understand. And so she's able to manipulate the truth to people so that they don't actually understand, you know, what's, what's happening. Yeah. I mean, I think, look, if you're an honest person, if you're trustworthy, you are going to trust people, right? Yeah, That's yeah. how it works. Mm-hmm. And wh- whenever somebody's I was always saying, oh, you're lying. You're, you're calling everybody a liar. Guess what? They're probably the one that's lying. If you're yeah. with a man who's always accusing you of cheating, girl, I hate to tell you, he probably cheated. Like, yeah, that, yeah, for sure. That's just what it is. So it's one of those, you know, one of those things where, mm-hmm. you know, you only think that if it's not, if it's not what's happening. So, so do you feel like Jacqueline damaged your brand? Oh, one million percent. Okay. I mean, I, I think that most likely her intent was just to squash me like a bug and put me under. And honestly, all the other brands that she's worked with after me are gone or in bankruptcy or whatever. And I'm the only one that's still here. I, I, I don't know why. You know, I feel like at times I'm hanging on by a thread, but I'm still here. When's the last time you spoke with her? Um, Would have been early July 2015. Because isn't it um Becca... Aren't they now going out of business? Or yeah, they, they, yeah, they went out of business. I want to say it was 2021. Yeah, okay. Oh, they, they have been. 2021, okay. September. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was really out. bummed because I, I really thought that was a great brand. But, you know, there was an issue with that, too. And, you know, when you're taking a whole bunch of pallets off the market, um, yeah. you know, that costs money. So she's damaged a lot of people's brands over the years. I mean, it's it's like... Getting up five, six, so. seven, multiple brands at this point. I mean, we've talked about several of them, mm-hmm. heard some things just behind the scenes. We're also going to be talking to Gabby and how she also damaged Gabby's brand. Yeah. Is there anything that you, before we move on to Gabby's story, is there anything that you would like to say to Jacqueline if she were to happen to listen to this? I doubt she will, but. What I would say is that she's far too talented to, to be dishonest, just mm. tell people the truth and let them deal with it. You know, enough people love her, have loved her over the years. If that's all they've asked of her is just, just be honest. 
But yeah. for some reason, I mean, and when you see people who lie about things that aren't even important, it's, you know, ridiculous. Like lying about, you know, going upstairs to the Ulta, the Woodfield Mall or whatever. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that, that whole even thing there was until, very interesting. So, that, so many years for later. those of you who don't know, in her recent video about closing her brand, she talked about how when about she was on food stamps, she would go up to the Ulta in the, on her lunch on break. The, in the mall. What's it? The Winfield Mall? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. Something. She, and she would walk up there to the Ulta and look at everything because she couldn't afford to buy it. Turns out there's no Ulta there. There wasn't I mean? at the time. There's there was, one yeah. a mile a mile or so away. I, I don't know. It's because I live with Dustin, but <laughs> there's yeah. one a mile and a half away that opened in 2019. But she would have worked there, I think, in 2012 or 2011. So yeah, um, you know, it's like when you lie about things that are stupid that don't even matter. Like, how can anybody trust you on something that does matter? Do you um, think there's a way for her to? apologize and to fix some of the things that she's done if she were to really own up to things can I mean everyone's worthy of Mm -hmm. redemption and especially if you write some wrongs and Mm -hmm. and realize it I I think it's easy to get caught up in money and fame and you sometimes people lose who they are Mm -hmm. do you think there's a way she can get back to who she was and to to make things right I don't believe that who she was I believe that who we see is who she is okay and that the money just set it free you know people yeah, say yeah. oh okay. money change that person i believe that 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 money just set just set it free mm. but at the same time anybody can make a change for the better mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. with the mess with the lipsticks you know i never said anything negative about jacqueline if people ask questions about production or things like that and i could dispel you know some of the untruths that were being put out there i would do that but i never said anything negative about jacqueline i never disrespected her i just said look i just yeah. wish her the best you know, and so, and I genuinely loved her, you know, and sometimes like you genuinely love somebody, but it's just not, you know, Who you the relationship think, yeah. just isn't what you think it is. Right. And so um, I feel like that is just something that I, I feel like she still has so many people who love her, so many people who root sure. her, so many people who, who want to see her succeed. And I'm one of those people. And I know Marlene is one of those people too. Yeah. Um, Marlene's, Marlene is very forgiving and she is. And, wonderful and, human. But you can't continue the same pattern of behavior and, you know, ruin one woman's business, ruin another woman's business, yeah. ruin another woman's business, mm-hmm. ruin another woman's business, you know, getting, you know, getting people fired and this, that, and yep. the other thing. You you can't continue that behavior. Like I said, at this point, if I don't say something, it's on me. Yeah. You know, because the next Kaylin, who's mm-hmm. postpartum and having to deal with this kind of crap, it would be on me because I, I know the truth. Never shared your story to warn other people. Yeah. I mean, I feel at this point, she's decided that that's who she's going to be. I truly hope that she, that she changes her mind. But the people around her, there's no was surrounded by yes men. She is. Do you think her entire life is yes men? Yeah. Do you think that if she were to apologize either privately or publicly to some of these women that she's hurt over the years that you'd be able to accept that? And if you felt it was genuine? Of course. Yeah. 100. Absolutely. Would you appreciate like a public apology talk, just being honest about the people that she's hurt who have made their stories known? I think if she's capable of that, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if she is. Like, I hope, I really hope that she is. I'm not so sure, but I, yeah, I'm willing to leave room for the possibility. In a perfect world. Yeah. And if it happened, I would be the first one to stand up and clap. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any, you know, I don't want to say I don't have an ax to grind because like the the things that, that she did to me were pretty vicious. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but at the same time, I don't, 
I'm not invested in canceling anybody. <laughs> you know, I've yeah. been canceled. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not invested in in canceling anybody. But at the same time, I think, you know, as a as a community, if we want things to get better, you know, you've got to get the truth. The truth has got to come out first yeah. and then the healing can take place. I think it would do wonders for her if she just, I mean, not even just for her career, but just for her soul mm-hmm. to just own up to some of this, to recognize what she has done to so many people. I mean, it's it's crazy mm-hmm. how many people have been hurt by Jaclyn Hill. And, you know, do you find it strange that her audience, she still has such a loyal fan base who mm-hmm. defend her with absolutely everything? I think that she's very adept at making herself the victim in mm-hmm. every, every possible situation. situation. Yeah. And I think that there's people who, you know, who can identify with that because they've legitimately been a victim of something. And so, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think that people, any, anybody that is um, savvy in any way of the world should be careful before they spend money with her for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, but I think that there's people who just believe it. They yeah. just, they're just on it. And I don't blame them because she's very, she, very oh, she's convincing. I yeah. allowed her to, to gaslight me more than once. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I took responsibility for something that she did to uh, a big Instagram influencer back in, back in uh, 20, early 2015 or late 2014. Can you tell us anything about that? Yeah, there was a, um, remember Vegas Nay? Yes. yes, vaguely, yeah. Okay. One of the nicest women on the earth. Honestly, like, I think her and Marlena are cut from the same cloth. Just kind, mm-hmm. generous, beautiful, amazing. And uh, we sponsored, we were going to, we sponsored some of her events that she did, her Stardust tour in Las Vegas. And, uh, and I was like, hey, you know what, we're going to sponsor this. And at the time, you know, she was still like really working to grow her, her channel. And I think she was, had hit a million subscribers. But at the time, I think Naomi had like six or seven million on Instagram. And Naomi is Vegas nay. Yes. Her and her husband, Lee, um, they were like, listen. If she wants to like come and teach a little class or whatever at our event, we'd love to support that. Um, you know, we'll promote the hell out of her. And um, and in fact, they did make some introductions for her to like um, some magazine editors and stuff like that. And, you know, and then a couple of weeks before the event, they posted on their Instagram, you know, like a kind of like Brady Bunch box of all the people that were going to be in um, part of the event. And she was like, well, I'm, I never said I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, but yeah, you did. And she's like, well, no, no, I, I, I didn't. And I, and I was like, well, God, you know, I'm so like, this must be me. And I had to go and apologize to Leah and Naomi and say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I, I swear, like, I thought she was on board, but now she says she can't do it and, and blah, blah, blah. And I really felt horrible, horrible about it. But when I was looking back through my text messages, I found a message where she said, count me in 100%. You did. Wow. And then two or three months later, she was like, oh, I never said I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. And so like I said, I let her gaslight Dang. me yeah. and I took responsibility and I felt, and I felt horrible, you know, because like it was embarrassing yeah. for, for Naomi and it's, she shouldn't have had to go through that. Just and another I thought, person. I thought it was me yeah. <laughs> that, that did it. And it wasn't until, you know, because like I haven't looked at any of these things since they happened. Mm-hmm. I haven't read any of the emails or anything. And now when I read them, I read them through a different lens right. because I know what's happened. And I know that like things were planted in places, certain ways to that they would look a certain way. And like I said before, she is extremely strategic. There is 
not a syllable that comes out of her mouth. There is nothing that is posted on social media that is not very strategically thought about, you know, right down to the, the wording of every single thing. So I don't know. Like I said, she's so gifted. She's so gifted with that. I mean, but I would like, I would love to see her. Like she's very talented. I'd love to see that talent put to something, put to something truly good. Do you think that with everything, and there's a lot that Jacqueline has done over the years in this space, that it has in any way damaged the the beauty community? I think, I think everything that has happened that's negative damages the beauty yeah, not community. Not her alone, of course. There's many contributing factors. Do you yeah. think Jacqueline is a contributing factor to the lack of trust with the, you know, the average person trusting big influencers or? Absolutely. I mean... The people like, uh, uh, here's like a, just a handful of like honest YouTubers that are so honest that they get accused of being dishonest because of, oh, yeah. you know, yep. Jen Love. Mm-hmm. That girl is as honest so as the day honest. is long. And it's smart and researches like no one else. I mean, she's incredible. Yeah. Angelica Nyquist. Yep. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mallory Brooke. Like these are people who are, so, they're honest to a fault. Yeah. And they don't get the benefit of the doubt because people want to lie about affiliate codes. I mean, if you look, if you've been doing this all these years and you still kind of can't disclose know, your that's affiliate so strange code, to me. it's very odd. Cause it, I remember it was a thing. There was a time where it was very like, Oh, you're making money. You shouldn't like, you should not be able to have a career mm-hmm. off of this. And you know, I yep. went through that with the Patreon thing that people were like, people just didn't understand. It was so new. Yeah. And I don't understand the lack of honesty when it comes to affiliate codes today because everyone knows that that's how it right. works. Why try to hide? I mean, people are still hiding big sponsorships and yeah. there's there's big names doing that. Nowadays. I mean, I, I'm nobody, right? But when I when I post products, if it's a friend's brand, you know, even if if like they're not paying me to make the post, but they sent me the goods, I put that it's an ad and I'll put, I'm gifted. I purchase these products with yeah. my own money, but I also get sent PR, you know, mm-hmm. I've been using them for mm-hmm. this many years. I give more disclosure rather than less. I'm, I'd rather yeah. under promise I mean, than over deliver. there's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> right. And honesty, I think, is really lacking nowadays. And that's what was so new and fresh about the mm-hmm. beauty community in the beginning. What I loved is it felt like women helping women. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, that is something that Mallory Brooke brought up in her, she talked about Jacqueline Hill recently on YouTube. And she, she brought up a lot that she feels like, you know, what, what damage it has done to other influencers Mm -hmm. who group everyone together and that overall it has hurt hurt the community i i mean i think it has and you know it kind of goes back to me for when we very first started working with sophia chang and i think oh gosh i think that was 2011 and and i remember getting emails from people saying you better be paying sophia because she did a really good job you know talking about your teeth whitening pen i mean like you want to root and you want to support you know, you want to support the, uh, you know, the people that you watch and that kind of thing. Like for mm-hmm. me, I, I want to buy, you know, like I have friends with brands and they're like, Jen, I'll send it to you. I'm like, no, I want to buy it. Like, mm-hmm. just let me, mm-hmm. um, I want to support your business. I, I think that so many people are like that. Yeah. And, and I think if you're honest about it, people are way more willing to use an affiliate code. If you just straight up say, this is, a, I get a small kickback from this versus if you're trying to hide it, I feel right. like People see that and they'll avoid using your code and go right to to Amazon or something or whatever it is and buy it separately if they feel like you're trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I see people that are like, look, if you click the links in the description box, I'm going to get a commission. Yeah. If you're not yeah. down for me getting a commission, just go yeah. straight to the website and right. buy it. If that's yeah. What I you have seen do. people do that too. Um, yeah. And it's strange to me that people will do that. It's like, you do know that like, then, then the corporation, especially with like Amazon or something, I'll see comments like, oh, I'm going to go separately and just go type in the product because I don't want you to get a commission. It's like, why? So right. you want all your money to go to Jeff Bezos or? Uh, right. It's and, very and strange. If you, think about, if you think about the business that you have here, right, you have how many channels? You have several channels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have office space. You have employees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we have a you know, huge and amount on of every expenses. scale, that happens. Even if you're somebody that just opened an Instagram and you got your first 10 followers. Yeah. Um, that are your, you know, your mom and your best friends or whatever, the people mm-hmm. you went to high school with, mm-hmm. you still have expenses on your business because yeah, you course. go, if you go out, you want to do a, a you know, back in the day, you do a review with a naked palette. You got to go buy that palette. It's 40 right. bucks, right. right? All that stuff costs money. And so I don't understand the people who are against um, people on social media making making money. Yeah, I don't get it either. I, I don't, I don't really get it. Mm-hmm. I just think like, just be honest and, yep. and let the chips fall where they may, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, if money, money doesn't make you money, can't take you away. Right? It's that, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never understood. I've never understood that. But when you can't get past doing, doing that, that's the, the law. Right. Um, how are you, how are you expected to be, if you can't be honest about little things, how are you going to be honest about big things? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's true. Yeah. I really do think that the community has been damaged by, you know, several people. And it's, it's a shame because there's a lot of smaller creators that are really just trying to make a, a decent living and, you know, start their own business. And it's, it's extremely hard to do nowadays because there's this underlying lack of trust that you start with yeah you have to build say, from that instead of like starting with trust and then you know doing something to mm-hmm. on you know to get people to not trust you now it's like everyone's kind of looked at like mm, we'll see about you and like the community as a whole has such a you know red flag around it i guess you could say that you really have to prove yourself that you're not like oh i'm not like everyone else and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna whatever and it's a strange business move to me because i feel like jacqueline today would be so much more successful her brands would be more successful if she started with honesty and just followed i think she got caught up even with the kaylin situation Mm -hmm. she had like the slow pitch served to her to hit a perfect home run because Mm -hmm. here's this here's this woman right who's you know newly had a baby a brand new mom and what would it take to relabel the goods? I mean, a label in China is like five cents. Well, that's what that's I so said bad. last week, too, because, I mean, we brought this up on our show recently, and I thought it was so strange that she said, well, I couldn't have done anything right. because I had already put labels on everything. It's like, okay, well, then be honest with people. Say, hey, I made a huge mistake. I didn't realize this was someone else's brand. I can't change the labels on it. Or maybe you know more. Maybe she could have easily changed them. But I thought, like, at the very at the, least, yeah. just sell them the way they are yeah. and then of say, but there is a rebrand coming and eventually they will be relabeled. Right. Well, the label would be one of the last things done. There's a hundred different ways that it could have been handled that would have made her look so amazing and, like, really shown people, you know, like, hey, this is a person with some integrity. This is a person sure. that I can count on. You, you know, just saying, reaching out to the person and being like, hey, you know what, I'm I didn't know this. And, you know, legally I'm within my rights to to trademark this, which she never did because there's another company that has that, right. you know, has that trademark. But, um, but just to reach out and to say, Hey, you know what? These are going to say this on the first run, yeah. but on the next run, yep. you know, we're going to change it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I just, I think there was such an opportunity there that was missed. Oh, yeah. Totally. And even with this recent, you know, video she made, she easily could have, it wouldn't make it all right, but to at least acknowledge Kaylin by name and to apologize, it would have gone a long yeah. way with people, but she can't even do the little things um, because it's like keeping the facade up for the people that still believe everything. Right. And I mean, we've all had people like unfairly pick apart you know, every single little thing. Of and nobody's, course. And nobody's trying to do that. No. But honestly, that video was what made me come forward. You know, number one, like, I'm just kind of in my IDGAF phase after, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't walk for four months. I lost, you know, lost all my goods. I, yeah, you know, you've, my, I, I mean, lost this cat. I lost my house. All, man. I just, I'm in a different place than I've been in other, you know, areas of my life. But listening to that video and the gaslighting and, you know, just, the, the lies it's it's infuriating it is and you know I sold you lipsticks with issues but feel sorry for me mm-hmm. you know uh, you know like I did this but feel sorry for me I did this but feel sorry for me you know like of course like I think everybody felt sorry for her when lipstick aid happened because that's like yeah it was insane an incredible embarrassing thing and no matter what she does in, in life going forward like people people are going to know her as the hair yeah. lipstick girl and and, yep. and and I know how that feels and it's not fun so, like, I think everybody felt for her. And she could have stood up, instead of deleting her social media and disappearing, you know, she could have done things so much better. And I'm not trying to pick apart anything because you do what you do and you have to live with the consequences of what you do, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when somebody consistently has options that are good or not so good, and they consistently choose the not so good, that's that's their character, yeah. unfortunately. Right, Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. sharing all of this. Yeah. And I, I hope that maybe maybe one day she'll have a realization about this. And I think it would help not only, I mean, screw the image and the brands and everything, but like I think it would help her her soul and her mental health to to own up to some of this and listen to the women that she's hurt and and to apologize genuinely and you know, work even towards just I think anybody growth. who's been hurt would would be good just to see change behavior. Change change behavior is the best apology because to me, apologies are words and apologies are worthless. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. to me, like what is the, the essence of an apology is what you do after, you know, do you continue that same behavior or do you change that behavior? Yeah. You know, if you, if you say something, let's say nasty to your husband, like you're having a bad day, you say something nasty Mm -hmm. and you go, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you know, honey, I'm so sorry. I never meant to say that. Um, and then the next day you go and, you know, call him the same name. That's, you know, that's Mm -hmm. a problem. But, you know, when you, when you, when you look at what you're doing and you say, you know what, that's not me. And you really work, you know, to not, Mm -hmm. to not do those things. That's growth. Yeah. And everyone is capable of growth. You know, that's what you want to see from people. Is there anything else that you would like to, to go over or bring up before we Um, call Gabby in here? I want to see her succeed and I wish her well. And, you know, if it's, I would just love to see it. That's me. That's big of you. Yeah. All right. So we are now calling Gabby. And thank you guys for your patience with our setup here. <laughs> we hope to have a better call-in method in the Eventually, future. Yeah. Hi, Gabby. Yeah. Hi, Janelle. This is Kendall Ray, actually. Janelle's here, too. Hi, Kendall. How, How are, are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Yes. Thank you so much for calling in. I hope your kitty's doing okay. 
Well, she's not the, you know, I'm here with her. Oh, I'm so Baby. sorry. We've Gosh. all been there, girl. Okay, so Jen is here as well. Hey, and she oh, can nice. she can hear you as well. Um, and we just Hi, wanted Jen. to kind of get, get your story, um, if you wouldn't mind telling our audience kind of more about your brand, more about yourself, and then we can get into... Your experience with Jacqueline and um, trademark infringement back in 2018. Okay, well, I'm Gabby. I'm the founder of Gabby Makeup. I'm from Venezuela, a beautiful country that is having like a hard time right now. And millions of us had to leave for, you know, a better future. And I came here with nothing but dreams. So I really wanted to start my brand. And create like really different special products that make my life easier, not only uh, for my clients and students as a professional, but also um, to any makeup lover that wanted tools that truly make a difference. And as you can imagine, coming from another country, everything was completely new. I didn't know how the system worked. I didn't know how to create a company, how taxes work, <laughs> nothing, regulations. Everything I have to learn from scratch. Totally. And try to do it as best as I can because it's difficult. I understand that even for people that start here as entrepreneurs, it's difficult to start a business by yourself and building from the ground up. So that's what I did and start to work a lot and save every penny I could to start my brand and creating samples for my first products, my first brushes, because I'm a really, really big makeup lover but also brush lover like the tools are really like my passion okay so that's why it's important like all this background because i wanted to create like a really different and unique brush okay and i started like doing my own samples like trimming brushes and going back and forth with factories to try to create a brush that worked as a brush and a sponge at the same time like i wanted the coverage of a brush, but the finish of a sponge and using very little product so it doesn't absorb the product as the sponges does and could work with liquid, creams, powders, everything you need, and you don't have to clean it between products. So that implies a lot of engineering for the bristles, the cuts has to be like the perfect um, surface tension for the bristles, and it was a long journey until I was able like to create exactly as I wanted with the perfect balance, perfect weight, like the perfect brush. I have done brushes in the past, but it was like more classical, typical professional brushes. And I wanted something really different. So that's how the Face Master was born. And the special thing is that for that name, for that um, name to exist, I came with different name options. And I asked my amazing community, even though I'm not, so well-known in the American community of beauty. Um, the Hispanic community is amazing and support me like since the beginning. So I asked them why they think um, the brush should be named. And they picked like my favorite option, like my favorite name that it was the, the face master. So I immediately knew that I had to start saving and searching how to register that name to protect my brand, protect the name, protect the brush, you know? To trademark it. 
Yes, and I didn't knew how long of that process was. Like you have to do research and oh, yeah. make retainers with the lawyers, and when you're starting, that's a lot of money to start. And it was it was like a process. And I started that in 2016, and I was able to get the trademark in 2017. That was when I got my my name registered, the face master, and I launched my my brush. That brush reach like very well-known influencers and makeup artists and celebrities. And even for me, as a small brand, I was really, really excited about that. I even won uh, Brushes of the Year in wow. 2018. Yeah, and, and I see that you worked with a, a lot of big names. Um, makeup by Mario, huge. Um, Anastasio Beverly Hills, uh, Vegas yeah. Ney. Uh, Denisa Myricks. Denessa Myricks. Denessa. Yeah. The thing is that that was completely organically. Like, I didn't have the budget for PR. Okay. Um, wow. So, so they just found it. Just, I, I give them the brush so they can see if they like and they continue using it. And, okay. And they couldn't promote me. Like, let's promote this this business that they use the brush and and all the time you can see in the videos and the tables when they work in in that time. And that was really, really exciting for me. So, yeah, that was the thing. Like, the brush did really well. It's still my number one seller. But um, if you want me to go, like, to the trademark issue, it was in the same year, 2018, when um, Gatlin did the collab with Morphe. And, of course, I don't know if she was aware or not of the name or the trademark of his IEXX or no. I, I don't know. But what I really um, know is that I try, of course, to reach them and write messages. And they actually, some people uh, saw those messages and tried to help me to get their attention but it wasn't until I like asked my lawyer if this was important. Should I do this? What should I do? And she definitely said that it wasn't a trademark infringement because they decided um, for that collaboration name one of the brush collection, the face uh, master brush collection, the face master brush collection. Okay, so, so it was definitely an infringement there. So Jacqueline created a brush collection with Morphe yes. in 2018 yes. called the face master. And yes. so anytime someone searched it, once their yes. collection was re was released, their stuff is coming up first. Yeah. And even if you like search it right now in 2023, there's some big sites and websites that still referring to that set as a face master brush. Oh yeah. So it's still yeah. it's still an issue, even that I, I have worked so much to make um like my 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 brush, the real brush, like be on the top. But in that time you could like scroll down and you won't see or won't find my brush. And that really, really hurts my business because people don't know, you know, you can you can always like think, oh that's that's not dumb name. No one is really, really important and yeah. it affects my sales. It affects all of my business. And of course, I feel, I feel really bad because I I will have worked so much for that. So it was important. And it's also, really, uh, also important because I can see that I'm not the only one. It's not 
a one thing, a one time thing. Sorry for my English. Oh no, you're <laughs> doing fine. Very broken. No, you're oh, fine. Oh, it's okay. I'm completely <laughs> following you. So you tried. Oh so, yeah, that's that's what happened with the trademark, and it was really for a long time because I tried to get the attention, and it was um, I wasn't getting any answer until I make the lawyers involved, and I have to send a cease and desist. Because my followers are are persistent, they, they were like sending me pictures of the stores with the name. The packaging had the name Face Master. Everything was Face Master, and I was like, "Oh my God, what should I do?" Like, I don't like drama. I don't like conflict. That that was really hurting me. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so you ended up sending the cease and desist, and yeah. they agreed to change the name on the website. But then, and then they were eventually going to change the packaging in stores, but then they never ended up doing that. Is that correct? No, they did change it in the website, but on the stores, only when, like, they run out of stock and they do, like, a remix of the collection. So when they get rid of all the packaging and brushes, um, they, they, rename, they rename it. But it takes, like, almost a year because it's still in... December, January, they still um, called the face master. So they never like did that. They just wait until they sold out and then just rebranded for the new batch. Let's say it like that. But when they they promised to do it like in October, right? And I I reached out to them since the launch in end July and August. Sorry for my pronunciation. And they promised that they would like take everything um, from the side, from the stores, from the packaging for um, until October. And as that didn't happen, that's why I, why I like speak to my followers in that time in October. I like um, make some stories and speak a little bit about it, and they were a little mad about it. Like Mor- Morphe was. You know, we can, we can continue this litigation for years until you were like destroy basically because they know. I know it sounds like cliche, but it's the typical big company getting away with everything because they have their resources mm-hmm. and big they lawyers, do. They're big a money. really big company and they have all the money in the world and the big lawyers to do everything yeah. and to bring uh, a small business to bankruptcy or something like that. Like I, I know that. So I basically was forced to let them use my trademark and they told my lawyer, like, if she don't like it, like, she can continue suing and that's okay. Like, they don't care. They really don't care. And that was the issue. The way they handle things is really, really hurtful. And that was what made me really, like, sad because I worked really hard for that. That's... But, you know, you have to you have to decide if you continue your your products and your new, I have new launches and I have to decide like, I use this money for lawyers or to continue my brand Yeah, because it was like that. So of course I, I decided to keep my journey and just like, you know, try to do the best I can because everything here is like learning. I, I don't know all the answers, but I try to do it like the right way. And I know a lot of people can like um, get that feeling Many entrepreneurs must have lived a similar situation, 
when they feel like their hands and ties and they're, they have all the ways to make things happen. But we can't. We have to, like, you know, we have a limit. I just do for myself and for my brand and I continue my journey. And, you know, like, even though it happened so much time ago, I can see that other creators are having the same problem. So it's not like I'm crazy and I'm just no. being, you know, that's why I'm I'm speaking because um a lot of people talk to me about, hey, this is happening again. This was yeah. not only you and... Mm-hmm. You should speak about your case, and I was—I I didn't feel um, like it because, um, comparing to Jen and Marlena and all that, that was like really big. But to see the cozy situation and uh, different others um, issues, Becca has issues with Morphe. So it's, it's a lot of things that I think, like you know, more people need to know because when it's a huge brand, they can. They can put out there a lot of information that the people will believe if they don't know the other side of the story, the real side of the story. Did you ever reach out to Jacqueline directly about this? No, because the launch was with Morphe and I went directly to them. And as they didn't reply, I have to just speak with my lawyer and she says, I will handle this and keep you informed. But no, I didn't. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I, what should be different. But no, probably I didn't. not. Um, she was aware because a lot of people tag her on my yeah. my comments, and she had to see something. I I I don't know, but I suppose because when I speak to my followers, some people do blogs and like articles and videos, like resuming all the all the facts and my trademarks and my stuff. But I really don't know. But what I do know is that they don't care <laughs> any, yeah. any kind of way. Well, it's, I mean, in my opinion, it's very likely that she was aware of it, especially with people commenting on it. You know, it reminds me a lot of the Kaylin situation with Cozy. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with that recently. And, you know, she didn't actually have the trademark, but it's amazing how even though you did have the trademark, you were still just trampled on. Is there anything that Jacqueline or Morphe could do that would make things right for you? Or what would the steps be um, to make you feel that they, you know, actually are apologetic for violating your trademark? And Gabby, correct me if I'm wrong, but you believe that you should be paid at least some cut from the uh, amount of money that they made. That's what's supposed to happen when you do uh, an infringement, but that's what I will have to fight in a court Mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, And lawyers can charge you from 5,000 to 2,000 the hour. So I I will really like to like, continue my battle in that time or in any time but I, I just call him but I was that was the right thing to do so they just get away by supposedly changing the name when they want it <laughs> so yeah. they didn't and I, I at least I asked for a public disclosure like please can you let people know this is not your your name your creation your whatever 
That's so unfortunate that you basically have to either choose to fight it or just let it go in order to keep your brand afloat. And like you said, even though you've done the correct things, you've taken all the steps to try and protect yourself, you're still finding yourself in this type of situation. And it really does seem like because of the fact that she has, you know, so much money and success and power that she can do whatever she wants. And you, you're kind of put, you're kind of stuck at this point. Yeah, that's, I mean, incredibly, incredibly hurtful. I am so sorry that you had to go through all this. Um, And so many others have as well. And she just continues to get away with it, really. Yes, that's that's the thing. I I can't believe how, because you read so many stuff and you see the whole money was a small issue comparing to this. And it's still like nothing, like, a lot of support and I don't know, maybe that's the way you should be. I don't know. I, yeah, I yeah. really don't have any explanation of how they continue so long to get away with everything. Like it, it was yeah. constantly like when that happened, they just had um, a lawsuit with Becca and the problem with Marlena and the problem with Jen. It's like, it's like a storyline. If yep. you compress all that in like a full story, you can do a documentary. I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Um, I wasn't even aware that there was a lawsuit with Becca. Um, Jen, yeah. do you know more about that? I don't know much about it. I had heard that there, I had heard that there was one. Um, I don't yeah. know verified that myself, but yeah, it's about packaging. Yeah, I, I yeah. my understanding was that that packaging was actually originally designed for Makeup Geek. Um, but oh. makeup geek chose not to fight it when when uh, when it was created yeah. for for Becca. Who knows? Like, I could be wrong about that. But um, but then when it got to you know to Morphe, it was a different you know was a different story. Huh. So yeah. so with the face master collection, it was going to or it retailed for fifty eight dollars uh, yeah. for Morphe. Is that correct? Yeah. So if they made... Yeah, we have a full collection that it was like 145 or something oh, like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, so if Morphe made 50,000 units at $58 per sale, that's $2.9 million. If the entire collection sells out, if 100 units were made, that's uh, $5.8 million. Right. Um, I'm going to cry. I know. I know. That's, that is absolutely devastating. Um so do you feel like you and your husband so is your husband your business partner yeah well I'm the like the I'm 100% like owner and all that but Mm -hmm. he's my my support and he does everything with me and he's like the other part of this whole company so you guys feel that a minimum of 10% per unit sold um should go to you at a at a very minimum I wasn't even asking for that much. I, I only asked what, like, for a small compensation if it was possible. Mm-hmm. That was my what my lawyer suggests, right? Yeah. And he and she totally told me she make all the calculation that, um, that was like the minimum that that what you're talking like almost six million dollars was the minimum that legally should be um paid. But I I, I know it was a lot, and I was asking. For that much, I was asking for like the just change the name, respect my trademark, and compensate me at least with 
all the legal fees that I already have. I I have to put like a lot of money um, for all those legal fees and it's expensive. It's very expensive. For, for them, it must be like go for a coffee. But for me, it was like a full collection that I couldn't launch because I used that money. In what ways has this damaged both your livelihood and your brand? In that specific moment, it was um, very bad because my, like, those lots of people that go to my website dropped down a lot. And I, I didn't want to, you know, when you're like in negation, <laughs> I didn't want to think it's for this matter, but it was so obvious. Like, you couldn't find my brush. Um, that was the name. Like, I trademarked, like, it wasn't everywhere that I do any, like, ad or something. It was the face master, the face master. And, of course, huge company, huge creative, huge, like, PR movements. Um, just speaking about that face master collection, totally, like, um, buried my, my brand at that time. So it did affect me a lot on the sales, a lot personally. And actually, actually I feel really, like, bad. Um, emotionally, I feel like I wasn't enough. Like, I'm not to the standards of this huge company. It made me feel really bad. And it really hurt my company. But, you know, I really had to, like, let it go because what else? Yeah. Just going to continue to drain you financially and mentally. And If I do, I, I will continue my litigation because I knew I could win. But I needed the sounds. So it was like, I w- even if I won, maybe half or more will went to lawyers. And I didn't have $2 million to buy that kind of fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of amazing how many brands, how many women that she has hurt along the way. Um, and I'm sure there are more out there who may not have come forward with their stories. Uh, yeah. It's very upsetting. I'm just so sorry to hear everything that you've been through um it's it's terrible it is you know that's why i came and speak because for many years i was like even scared that people would bash me for talking about her or the the collapse and all that and and now just my my followers and a lot of people that i didn't even knew they they know about all this situation with my trademark they they told me you should speak you should let People know about your brand and what happened with you because it is important. And that's why I'm doing it. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. Can you let our audience know where they can support your brand? Oh, no. Thank you so much for having me and for including me in your podcast. A ton of success for you guys. You are amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy you you let me speak with you. And... Well, uh, people, if you want to support my brand, uh, my Instagram is Gabby Rose Makeup and my website is GabbyRose.com. You can find all my creations. Everything is handmade. Everything I formulated, I create uh, the products so you can experience something different. It's not just pretty stuff. It's um, things that I designed and care and wanted to do for me and my clients and I wanted to share with the world. So if you want to support me in Gabby Rose Makeup, you're so, so welcome. And I really appreciate it. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity.
Yeah, absolutely. And I am definitely going to be getting a hold of your face, uh, the face master myself. I will send it to you. No, no, I want to buy it. I want to do it. No, let me send it to you. I just want your opinion and what you think and how you receive the package and all the, all the feedback is really important to me. Um, and really appreciate it. So I will ask for your address to send you. (laughs) I want to buy it, but I, I so appreciate that. It looks amazing. Uh, what a unique concept. Really cool. Thank you so much. I hope you love it. I think you. I'm sure I will. It, it looks. It will it make your life cool. so easy because you can do everything with one brush. Yeah, if you want. that's that's what I need. <laughs> yeah, and, and it will give you like flawless finish, like perfect. Oh, it looks amazing. Well, it looks beautiful on you. Thank you. <laughs> Of thank course. You so thank you so much, Gabby. We're we're bummed we didn't get to meet you in person. Maybe one day we'll get to, but um, thanks for taking the time to tell your story and best best to your kitty. Thank you so much. A I, big hug. I have kitties too. Okay. I will. I will. Thanks, she's here. Gabby. Thanks, Gabby. Take care. Bye. You have a great day. Wow, oh, she's so sweet. I can just tell you, like knowing her, because I, I met her about four or five years ago. And she told me her story. We both cried. Like, it was the thing. Um, just to be heard. Is, yeah. It means so much. I just, I could tell you for her. Especially for me, too. But thanks. And see, that's why we wanted to do this. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand and think it's just gossiping. And it's because, you know, I've been told that I'm talking about Jacqueline because I'm jealous of her. And it's more, it's more than that. I mean, we don't like to see other women, especially yeah. other women who are business owners and entrepreneurs trying to make it in the world get crushed by someone that's bigger than them. Right. Um, it's it's terrible. It breaks my heart, especially with how many people have similar stories. You look through these stories right. and you start to see there's a, pattern. there's a major pattern going on. You cannot deny this stuff. And all I can hope is that Jacqueline one day wakes up and realizes how much she has hurt people and tries to at least Make good, make an apology, whether that's publicly or private. Yep. Um, reach out to some of you because this it's just horrible how she has treated people. And I think that karma, I mean, she's had to close her brand. She says it's because she doesn't wanna doesn't want to be a brand owner anymore, doesn't want the work, whatever. I mean, I I think it's pretty obvious why she's having to close these brands. I think a lot of people have caught on to this pattern of behavior and how she has just torn other women down. It's it's makes me very angry. Yeah, and I think especially from somebody who has a spotty at best work ethic um, <laughs> to you know, try to drag other people that are willing to hustle. You know, yeah, I mean? people right. who are willing to put in the 16-hour yeah. days who love what they do. You know, you hear Gabby's passion yeah. for how she put together those brushes. And it's like, for somebody to just come along and rip it is just... Totally. Ugh, well, just, and that's like much. what she has said. I mean, that in that recent video, she said, I didn't put any work into my brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't... I gave it the bare minimum. Those that were her own words. That is an extremely honest... Th- probably the most you know, honest thing she said in a long time. If you wanted to start a brand mm-hmm. and you had... Three CEOs that spent four days with you answering any questions that you had. You had at least two CEOs that were driving you to suppliers and making introductions for you. Do you think you could put out your brand sooner than five years? Yes. And do you think there would be hair in your goods? I mean, like, seriously. Certainly not. I hope not. It's very, very strange. There was this comment that was made on Jacqueline's recent video about closing her brand um, and... It says, this is from, obviously this isn't verifiable. Someone could just be saying it, but I think that is awfully strange for some rando to say. They say, 
Hearing you talk about how absent you were from Jaclyn Cosmetics is so validating. I worked on Jaclyn Cosmetics via Forma and gave 110% every day to your brand and you were completely oblivious, did the bare minimum. And what's worse is I couldn't even take pride in working on the brand because it was all about you, Jaclyn and Jaclyn working on everything for years and doing it all when it's the farthest from the reality of the situation. I hope you think twice when doing business in the future because you are not the only victim. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's more than just brand owners. It's There's just so many people Boy. in this industry and yeah. it's employees that she's heard and... Yep. And if that was true, imagine being imagine being that person and going to work every day and feeling like it's kind of like with my house burned down, the people mm-hmm. who own it don't care about it. I sat yeah. there for three days while they tore it down and watched right. them take every brick down because it yep. meant something to me. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so this person is putting in all this work because it means something to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then the person who actually has it in their hands mm-hmm. doesn't seem to care about yeah. it. And, and, and I can see where that would be, you know, just really frustrating, really hurtful. Yeah. Well, Again, I mean, I really can't imagine being in her shoes and having hurt so many people, having all of this on your conscience, unless she's able to just <laughs> convince herself she's done nothing wrong or not think about it. I don't know. But that would yeah. that would destroy me, thinking about all of the pain that I have caused other people. And for her own sanity, it would be great for her to take some accountability and make some apologies, do the right thing. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I think like if you have a conscience, you're going to feel it. Yeah. But, you know, there's just, there's people who don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's true because I really, I really honestly don't, don't know. Yeah. My experience with her is that she knows that she has power over people mm-hmm. and she wields it yeah. like a weapon. Mm-hmm. And she's very proud of that ability to control people's actions, you know, to get people yeah. to buy things and things like that. And on one hand, like, it's good to know what your strengths are and yeah. to feel good about what you're good at. But on some level, it does get to feel a little dirty. You know, like when you're laughing, when people are emailing saying that they have yeah. $30,000 in credit card debt, for instance, because they're buying everything you recommend. I mean, people commit suicide over... over people um, have emailed her that? Yeah. And it would be like things to laugh about, you wow. know? And I, and uh, I would Publicly? Laugh. She would... On YouTube? No, in, 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 oh, private. in private with but you? But I mean, you know, like... There was one wow. girl who was like, you know, Fucked if you up. recommended kitty litter and lip scrub, you know, I'd say, hook me up, sis. Like, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But when somebody emails and says, you know, I have $30,000 in credit card debt because I buy everything you recommend. That, like I said, to me, like, I that's know being a person who lives in the real world that people, that, you know, credit card debt ruins people's lives. Yeah, yes. And so that's not funny. You know, right. she's laughed about that with funny. you. You've seen. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That just speaks to her character. And that's like, mm-hmm. be you know, beyond her ethics when it comes to her brand. Like, that's just an evil thing to do. Mm -hmm. I remember one time we were at Louis Vuitton and um, I was looking at a bag. It was a red patent leather bag. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I I was having a talk with myself. Do I really need this? Right? Like, it's just one of the, you know, you got to have that talk with yourself when you're... Absolutely. Right? (laughs) And uh, and she comes over and she's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm trying to decide if I if I want this or not. Like I've always wanted a red bag and a red wallet. You know, I have the matching wallet, right? And and, uh, and she was like, well, just buy it. I'll just talk about, you know, my shade for 10 seconds and you'll be able to pay for that thing 10 times over. And it's like, okay, you know, but it's like, do I really, uh, that wasn't the conversation I was having with myself. Yeah, you right. know, it was more like, do I really need this? And mm-hmm. so, you know, like again, it just kind of always comes back to, the almighty Money. dollar. It is, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, money's nice. 
It's more harder to not have it than it is to have it. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think it defines you as a person and it just, Mm -mm. you know, I I don't know. There's just, there's something in that relationship with some people and money that is just icky. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the case. Well, Jen, thank you for coming and sharing your story. And I'm, I'm so sorry for all the, the pain that, that this has caused you. Like Um, I said, I'm still here. So I really can't, you know, Mm -hmm. I really can't complain, but you guys are so awesome. And I really thank you for making me feel safe. You know, um, of course, I feel like thanks for trusting us. Honestly, never had planned on ever bringing anything. Well, thank you for doing that. And I think a lot of people will be grateful that you have as well, because like you said, you know, when you saw other people being hurt by the same thing, it helps to make people know that they're not alone and what they've experienced. And, you know, knowing that you support them as well, I think is very important. Yeah. I think, like I said, Gabby and I kind of have a bond, yeah. you know, because of that. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you know, and I think Marlene and I have built a bond because of it. I, yeah. I like, I do wish I would have known about, you know, what Marlene was going through a lot mm-hmm. sooner because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we could have supported. I'm sure she feels the same way. Definitely. You. Yeah. 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 She's, uh, she's amazing. Where can people find you? Uh, social medias, all that good stuff. Um, well, GerardCosmetics.com. I do answer live chats on there. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, there's a good chance you get me. You know, I have a very small team mm-hmm. um, these days and I do a lot of things myself. So Love that. Jen know. has some amazing products. She yes. hooked us up. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I'm going to send you the Hair AF though because I really okay. want you to try it. It's so it's a hair like, growth supplement, but it's like it drops under your tongue. Yeah, it's a homeopathic, um, homeopathic remedy and it works and That's again so awesome this lip gloss with the mirror i mean that is just the light. so genius janelle and i were just saying how at a concert you could literally bring this out <laughs> right? no, but it's literally if so you're in the smart. club in the dark you need to in a restaurant lip gloss. look at that that nude is just will always be one of my favorites it's so good yeah um, been 12 years still a bestseller <laughs> yeah crazy. yeah um i'm excited to try your setting powder i've always wanted to try a more pink toned setting powder oh, there is a pink one too Oh, mm. this is not the pink one? No, that one's for setting and sculpting, and then there's a blurring. Oh, oh fun. Yeah, so this one's the, this is pink. Ooh, Ooh, it is more pink. I love that. Oh, that's oh my God, I'm really excited. Yeah, thank you so much pink. for bringing us. No, yeah, we thank, so appreciate thank it. Thank you again. I mean, I, I appreciate you, and you're so, you know, you're you're respected for a reason. So, Oh, thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate it. We had a great time talking with you, and yeah, thanks for making the drive. Yeah. And now you got to drive all the way back. Oh. Yeah. You know what? It was fun. Like we're having our Thelma and Louise moment. <laughs> I love that. We're totally here for it. It's um, oh, that's so fun. You know, my friend is so awesome. Like, oh, it, that's nice that you were ha- you didn't have to drive. Alone. I was just like, well, I'm gonna be real good. I are gonna be going on a road trip, and she's like, by yourself. And I'm like, why? You want to come? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and within like three minutes, she's got tickets. She's down. Down. That's a good friend. <laughs> that is a good friend. <laughs> to DFW, I picked her up at DFW. We drove here, so wow. she flew all night. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. But but well, we've had fun. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. That's good. I'm glad you've had a good experience. Yeah, cool. um, well, we've had a great time talking with you guys. Uh, we want to hear from all of you on your thoughts on all of this. Um, please support these brand owners who have been affected in the wake of Jaclyn Hill because, man, there are a lot of them. And we will have, you know, everyone we talked to today as well as the other brands that have been hurt before uh, linked in our description box. Honestly, like... Any brand that you enjoy their products, especially, you know, smaller yes. independent brands, support them because yes. you know, they don't mm-hmm. have the money behind them. And in these times, you know, you look and like brands are disappearing like crazy. Yeah. Yep. And if yep. there's ones that you that you care about, you know, 
support them. Yeah, for yeah, real. Definitely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you again, Jen. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Been, You're so sweet. Time talking awesome. with you. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's going to be it this episode. Yeah, that is. That's going to be it for this sesh. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks. Thanks. Hanging thanks for hanging out with us. And yeah. we will see you on the next sesh. But until, until then, then, keep it, it fresh. fresh. <laughs>